1: CarMax—the way car buying should be.
3: Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast.
1: Welcome back to Bohemia, everyone.
4: Bohemia. Bohemia.
3: I'm your Dungeon Master, Brian Murphy, joined one last time by Jay Kerwitz. Ah!
0: -uh.
3: Hard one. (laughs) Going to make me cry while I do my fucking intro. (laughs) Hard one, surefoot. And my my dear wife, my my partner in life, my partner uh, creatively, Emily Uh Axford.
5: Moonshine sabin, fungal queen, and possum mother, earning a gold star with a bronze beard lover. Ooh, Ooh, very
3: good. Uh,
5: I didn't know if I could get through it because you gave such a touching introduction.
3: <laughs> <laughs> ah, and then and then my other um uh, podcast brother who uh started 8-bit book club with Emily uh, and I, I sir. Uh, You're
5: laying it on sir. I'm laying it
3: on thick. We're getting into it, y'all. That started it all. Uh honored to have you here with me, Caldwell Tanner.
6: Beverly Togold the 5th. As everything ends, I fight beside friends to save the world and also Erlen. Oh, very good. <laughs>
5: Not one last turtles.
6: <laughs> All right, come on, guys. Relax. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's play, okay? Let's just play, huh? I'm trying to feel nostalgic about this shit. You razz me. I,
5: I joke to hide the fact that I'm devastated. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Of course, we're being melodramatic. There will be another campaign. We will be That's having uh, Trinnyvale, and we'll be having a few things in between this yeah. and uh, uh, That's campaign right. two. So um, We
5: got and we got a whole new cast of characters that y'all are going to meet and that are going to be total idiots. <laughs> That's
3: right. <laughs> we promised. <laughs> and who knows? They might have to play again in Bohemia because they might have to clean up the mess left by the band <gasps> of boobs dead at the Ulla's feet
0: no 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 we won't be
5: cleaning up a mess we will be writing an injustice performed (laughs) by a dm named brian murphy
1: (laughs) (laughs) right okay guys you
3: know what uh let's go ahead and do a little recap Suppose we must. So last week, you guys helped Balnor recover from his brush with death and put him in bed aboard the SS Stormborn. You spent time with your friends and family in Gladehome. Bev was visited in the night by his father, who possessed Balnor, then cursed his sword with necrotic energy for the Theolophyte. Moonshine visited the Crick with Meemaw and learned a little bit more about the history of the Druid's timeless body before discovering the critters of the Crick safely hunkered down inside the Grandma Tree. Hard one was reunited with Kaka, then completely forgot about Kaka
4: as he okay. ran off. <laughs> okay,
3: to party with his dwarven brethren. I'm later- glad this
4: campaign's ending. <laughs> uh,
3: later, Hard one and Moonshine got
5: laid. <laughs> I, uh, just uh, honestly just went to town on you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so so selfless. so graphic so much more graphic than just having sex is going down on somebody for
5: an hour an hour no 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 no, no, no. how long Someone like jana you take your time oh my god a day, an hour is not
1: taking
6: your time <laughs> <Not> hey moonshine <laughs> would you call that a selfless a snack oh yeah. wow <laughs> That's.
5: I would. Thank you so much. Very I good guys. Yes, I would. Set
6: in the mood, you know, making sure it's nice and dour.
3: <laughs> uh, yes. So Hard One and Moonshine got laid after Jana revealed a hidden attraction to Moonshine, and Hard One went off behind a tree with a dwarven barbarian named Shivel.
4: And I'll never tell what happened and all the sex that we had behind the tree. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Meanwhile, Beverly and his halfling friends attempted to goof Scoutmaster Denny, uh, only for it to end with Bev and Denny falling out of a window and plummeting out of the city. <laughs> Fairy tale um, ending. Fairy tale ending. After um, <laughs> Bev and Scoutmaster Denny survived, uh, Bev was gifted his advanced humor patch from Denny, uh, and mm. then was visited by Luna, who informed him that she'd located the Court of Gods buried in catacombs under what were once the Iron Deep Mountains. You reconvened, then had one last one big bed under the stars before being given a hero's farewell by Lucanus and the rest of your friends around the city. As the citizens of Gladehome cheered you on, you took off on the Stormborn, out of the protective bubble, into the storm, and towards the Court of Gods, towards the Allah. And that's where we are now. Whew. So you guys are out amongst the wind and rain aboard the SS Stormborn. The crew navigates the storm with the no-nonsense competence of people who have better things to worry about. Uh, When you were heading out into the cataclysm the first time, uh, Nerman and the dwarves were panicking a bit, but now as you head towards a literal god who wants to kill you, uh, a shipwreck would not be the worst thing in their eyes. So you all travel through the wreckage of the Iron Deep Mountains. The cataclysm has shifted the old valley and completely destroyed the road that once connected the eastern and western sides of Bohemia. It's now covered in rock and debris from where the mountains collapsed in on themselves. Uh, But you're able to follow Luna's coordinates on your map, and you eventually find the spot. You guys lower your ship and see... Atop a hill of rocks is a flag marking the entrance to the catacombs. You guys are still up in the ship right now with Cordon and the dwarves. Uh, What do you guys do?
5: Did uh, Did Luna communicate to us precisely how long the trek to get inside is? Luna
3: told you that she was able to... Get into these kind of unnatural catacombs, but she got to a door that wouldn't allow her in. Mm.
5: Um, I guess I'm just trying to figure out there's like a couple things that I would like to do once we are approaching the time that we feel that we may be about to fight Theala. Yeah, and me I'm too. trying to gauge when I should pull the trigger on a few things.
4: Yeah, I want to do a couple push-ups just to get, like, a pump going as we're going in.
5: (laughs) Yeah, that's essentially what I'm talking about, glamour (laughs) muscles. That's really all. You really got to gauge the pump before you...
6: (laughs) Can we do a roll to see if it's pump time? Uh, Yeah, go ahead. Traps and lats,
5: quads. Insight insight to see if it's pump time. (laughs) Um, Beverly does have foresight on him, so literally everything he rolls today will be with advantage, and everyone who rolls against him will have disadvantage because his... Meemaw Moonshot loves him very much. <laughs> Thank
6: you, sister. Uh, I will go ahead and roll again because I did get a three on my first roll. <laughs> oh, my God. What a good use of that spell. That's two threes in a row. Oh, <laughs> good Lord. Nito,
5: <laughs> Get him out now. Get him out now.
6: Bev jumps off the side of the ship.
3: <laughs> Bev, with that kind of insight, you know all the time is pump time.
4: All right, I like that philosophy. (laughs) Hey, I could have told you that, Beverly.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But realistically, you guys can assume you're not going to jump into this hole and instantly be attacked. Like, you probably Hmm. have to travel a little bit.
6: Um, If we're taking a little time to prep and pump uh, and primp, uh and prompt i would like to go into the captain's quarters uh and do some some last minute preparations on my own some i drape a blanket over my oil paintings (laughs) (laughs) i was actually hoping it'd be okay if i use some of your art supplies hard one
4: wow uh they're not mine they were left here by a previous
6: captain so uh have at it hoss (laughs) sure okay what's his is mine i suppose uh yeah I, i go to town um I get a little crafty while everyone else is making their preparations uh, with the plan to rejoin everyone when it's time for one last inspiring speech.
5: Sweet. Mm. Oh, that is true. I would say that in the time it took uh, moonshine, took pen to paper... A, a new trend for her and wrote little <laughs> notes to everyone to put in Pawpaw, you know, in, in case anything happens to her. But she doesn't do this, obviously. It's like a little note to Lucanus, a little note to mm. uh-huh. In In worst case event, but she doesn't do this in an ostentatious way because she's not trying to put those sort of dark thoughts in other people's heads. It's contingency. That's are all. you
3: giving it to Papa as like his mission or are you just hiding it in his hair while he's like eating peanuts or something? I
5: figure like a little fold of fat or something like that. I can kind of just shove <laughs> it in.
3: Are you letting him in on this though? Or are you just...
5: I, I'm not letting him in on it.
3: Mm. <laughs> yeah, you see Papa just furiously eating almonds. <laughs> 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 Just completely distracted.
5: <laughs> Save just some have of those
3: for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> One hand holding Maybe out, smoke, like, hock almonds. some
5: spores, and just stick it to him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just glue it to his fur. Uh, yeah, you leave a bunch of uh, notes for your friends and family. Should anything happen to you, in Papa's fur.
5: Actually, you know what? Maybe I could. Hey, Papa, real quick. Actually, yeah. I guess I just rip them off and I just stow them in the uh, in the boat somewhere.
7: Okay. Hmm.
5: Yeah. Okay. So I guess I just like, I I take pen to paper, uh, you know, write a little note for Mima, write a little note for Lucanus in the event of, uh, anything happening. There's
4: an empty cubby. There's a cubby in the captain's quarters that used to have my oil paintings, and now it's free. So
5: <laughs> you keep saying oil paintings, but they're so watery. I thought they were watercolor for sure.
4: <laughs> well, we're suffering through the cataclysm right now, so it's, it's running right, yeah. a little. The bit. oil and water don't mix. Unfortunately, my, my main beef with the all is that she destroyed my art.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll put um, I'll put the notes just in that little cubby. Just it, it's just a contingency.
6: As moonshine comes in and does that because I'm in the captain's quarters. Uh,
5: oh, sorry.
6: It's okay. I.
5: He's like, I'm not here. No, no, no.
6: <laughs> I think we might kind of have the same idea. Oh. Uh, and I hold up a sealed letter for Erlen.
5: Oh, oh yeah. I mean, do you want to put him in the contingency cubby with mine?
6: That seems like... A good plan, out out of sight, out of mind. I'm hoping. I know
5: it's. I know it seems like a dark move, but really, I think it just gives us a little more courage on in the battlefield.
6: Yeah, I, I think I need to leave some of this part of me behind if I'm gonna. Yeah. Fight as bravely as we need to.
5: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I I'll put mine in the contingency cubby and then leave Bev so that he can have a, you know, some time.
6: Yeah. Um, I put my letter to Erlen, which I hope that he never has to read. Uh, And then I also write one last journal entry in Erlen's journal and I I put that in there. Uh, And I close up the contingency cubby and then I go rejoin the others.
3: Great. Uh, I think uh, Balnor is going to do the same thing. Balnor writes a little letter, seals it away, and puts it in the contingency cubby.
7: Who did Balnor (laughs) write (laughs) too?
4: I don't know how to write but I'm going to draw it. A quick little watercolor.
5: Papa can dictate to you, if you're, or Papa can uh, write for you. He's an okay. excellent scribe. I mean, it's a misuse of a legal, brilliant legal mind, but he can scribe.
4: That's great. I whisper in Papa's ear for five minutes and, <laughs> <laughs> and dictate a letter. Papa helps you uh, put a letter
3: together. He leans over your shoulder and shows you how to do all the different letters and markings. <laughs> and a uh, hard one. You seal your letter away in the contingency cubby. And you see, you see, Cordon Cordon leans in, uh, and he goes, "Did you want me to proofread these at all, or yeah, um, these are
5: deep, these are deeply personal? Okay, yeah, these so no, just like a, sp- a spell
4: check, or if you've got a good <laughs> rhyme for the word love, that would be pretty helpful, in mine. Okay, do you want me to take a pass, hard one? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, uh, you can- <laughs> <laughs> Take a gander. Uh, some of these are stretches. Some of these are slant rhymes. <laughs> you see, Cordone. That's poetic license.
3: <laughs> Cordone, carefully with a letter opener, opens Hard One's letter and reads it and just nods respectfully as a fellow beat poet. Mm-hmm.
4: I
8: nod, too. <laughs> it's come so far.
6: Hey, Hard One, you up for one last squat? Yeah. And Bev, why don't you lead this workout? Gladly.
5: Ooh. Well, okay, I get in on that.
6: <laughs> I get way too low every time.
7: <laughs> <laughs> All right, re- relax, knees, kid. Ooh. This
5: is really painful. Here. Yeah, that's right. Tailbone uh, to the floor. Make no, sure you touch. Too much Make of sure a hip, hip opener. Kiss yeah, that, that
1: wood. <laughs> well, uh, Beth, this is torture, man. Come on.
6: <laughs> hard one, Hard one
1: shows us how to do the easier version, too. Get on the timber so you can get limber. Let's do this, gang. No modification. <laughs> As in
5: wood means you're doing it good. We need the
1: modification, bud. give me the modification. Fowler's <laughs> dying. Uh.
5: If you're hitting the planks, your glutes will say thanks. Oh, no.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, that's probably <laughs> hit the floor and you can do more. <laughs>
5: Why don't we just start a lifestyle brand, huh? Should we just start a gym? Let's turn around right now and start a gym and a I lifestyle we can. brand.
1: Now that
3: we've had a really tough leg day, should we? <laughs> should we go try to hunt down this god?
5: Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
6: I think before we go though, um, if it's all right, I- I'd like to uh, to lead us all in in one last speech, one last one last moment of preparation, if that's okay. Okay. I take a knee like a football player.
5: <laughs> I take I take a knee as well.
6: takes a knee. No dog in it, y'all. No dog in it.
5: <laughs> okay.
6: It's it's less of a speech and more of a a song actually. It's It's a battle hymn uh, written at the very end of the Green Teen handbook. Uh, and if it's all right, I'd like to sing it for y'all.
5: It's more than all right. <laughs> Please. Go on. Please do.
8: Kill your idols, tear them down. So that your heart grows stronger For in the shadow of a crown Your light can shine no longer So give your gold to those in need Your love to friends and mothers For when their statues fall to dust we still will have each other. Kale, this is the way. Our task is true and vital. And so we must reforge our trust by killing all of our idols.
6: There's 10 more verses, and I sing all of them. <laughs> I'm going ham on my wood block yeah.
1: during that whole entire thing. I, I got hope the you know. fiddle
5: out. I'm selling garlic grilled cheeses in the parking lot.
1: <laughs> Balnor's absolutely sobbing. Ah, he's got such a haunting boy voice. It just It makes me want to cry, but
6: also I'm scared. <laughs> I feel That's like how I just, feel, too. He's just alone in an abandoned church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly what I was going for, Belnor. Thank you. Uh, uh, well, I hope you feel someone inspired by this hymnal.
5: I do. I absolutely do. That was a beautiful rendition, young Bev.
6: Thank you. Thank you.
5: You have so much more to give to this world than just pain, but you are really good at delivering pain as well.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an honor. That broke my heart, so you
6: deliver pain <laughs> in all the right ways, too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go break some more hearts, huh? Yeah. Specifically, divine ones. Divine ones. All right, we're the hounds, baby.
5: Oh, 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 oh,
7: oh, 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 oh,
3: oh. oh, oh, oh. Uh, You see, all, right. uh, all of the dwarves uh, and Nerman <laughs> join in on the barking. Uh, they get in on it. Uh, Cordon hesitantly joins.
7: Arf, arf, <laughs> arf, 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 <laughs> arf.
3: <laughs> There's hope for him yet.
5: Oh, Cord- um, is Cordon intended to join us?
3: No, my lady, um you okay. are a demigod. I am a butler. Yeah, I think that's for the
5: best. Yeah. I wanted to I wanted to keep you out of harm's way, considering we enlisted your help. I did not want to put you in harm's way.
3: Yes. But my lady, if um you don't come out in, let's say, sixteen, seventeen hours, I will fetch your bodies. <laughs>
5: Thank you. I feel like Theala might not give us the kindness of leaving a body, but mm. that's very optimistic. Thank All you.
3: Right. <laughs> I'll make sure your letters get where they're supposed to go. Thank you.
6: Truly appreciate that.
3: Uh, bows deeply. All right, Skippy, then you're off. You see Nurman salutes you. All
4: the dwarves salute you. I, uh, I salute them, and I put the captain's hat on Nerman. Oh, until i get back this is your ship
3: <laughs> uh, he looks extremely proud uh, and he gives you a predator handshake and he pulls you in for a hug hug him
5: um i i also realize that i do um i do have to put a fifth level spell into papa um okay. so i'm going to put one of my spell slots into papa and you told um, but me off,
3: Mike, that you don't want to tell me what it is. You want to just show me a note I haven't note written down
5: on a piece of paper. I just like, it's really not like a big surprise or anything. I just, I don't, yeah, you be, know. Yeah, it'll be more fun. I don't want to mm. show you my hand.
3: You got it. I love it. Uh, so Moonshine holds her hand over Pawpaw, um and fills him with some kind of
6: energy. Oh, wow. He looks bloated. That must, that must be a potent <laughs> spell. <laughs>
3: just throws up
4: some almonds.
6: <laughs> cool. Let's... Let's get to it.
0: Yeah. All right. All right.
4: I, I kicked down the rope ladder from Sweet. the Stormborn. Uh,
3: hard one. Kick the rope ladder over the side. Um, you guys all uh, take care to go down carefully. Um, it is very rainy and windy, uh, but you guys are able to make it to the ground safely. When you guys get down here and you see this flag that Luna has left for you, you see that she has secured a javelin here. And uh, it's sort of a makeshift flag. It's not a real flag. Uh, You see she has taken her old chosen tabard, Mm. uh, the one she wore over her armor, and she's fashioned it into a flag. The white tabard flaps violently in the wind. Its edges uh, look all frayed, like they were destroyed by the weather. Um, But you see a claw mark through the golden sword
6: in the middle that looks quite intentional. Wow. Wow. You know, we may be titans, but there's so many people in this world that are so much cooler than us. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's important to remember hear, that. Hear. Yeah,
6: she's just a damn werewolf with a
3: redemption arc. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, were- I can't, can't compare that.
5: W- don't forget flying, because yeah. that's mm. a big part. She does. <laughs> extremely important
3: adjective. She flies a lot. <laughs> um, as you guys are down here, uh, go ahead and give me perception checks.
6: Oh, Murph, by the way, can we say that I summoned Jaja Jaw last night? So yes, of course. Control? Great. Of thank course. you.
0: Uh,
5: 29.
6: Uh, 29, you other guys don't even need to
3: roll. Moonshine, you spot this right away. You see that near the flag, there is a clearing in the rubble, um, a small tunnel that leads into darkness. It looks like you need to crawl at first.
5: All right, I'm gonna, I'm going to fungal form. Okay. Just in case. I got another one in case it's too soon. Um, But yeah, I guess let's, y'all ready to get on your hands and knees?
7: <laughs>
3: I mean, let's, we're let's the, crawl. We're the hounds. <laughs> we're, that's what hounds do. <laughs>
4: oh, um,
7: oh, roof, okay. A roof. Just
4: you're, you're, know You're crying a little.
7: Uh, okay. <laughs> oh.
5: I think that I will go first, and I'll go into a rage, so I take half damage in case that it gets dangerous. Nice. Okay. Does that feel good to people? Yeah.
6: Uh, cool. I'll follow you. Um, as hard one's going in, uh, I hold him back for a second and I pull out the uh, Tome of Demons and Archdemons, uh, and I go to hand it to him, except that I've altered the cover to be a children's book called Hard One Keeps Swinging. Mm. <laughs> Thought this might be a little more your style. What's it say? <laughs> <laughs> You'll know in time. There's like three <laughs> words there, man. <laughs> surely... bet, but, but, but Balnor, no, on, he's come. just
3: picked up on something, right? I mean...
4: <laughs> the picture <laughs> on the cover's amazing, Beverly. Okay, and yeah. I know... thank you. I know without knowing that you honor me, and I appreciate <laughs> you, brother. That's what's important here.
1: You, you know he honors you, man. He's got, it's got like, three words. You just... <laughs> then you
4: say "I'm Balnor, if you're so fucking smart. <laughs> Hard one
1: keeps swinging. I, I
6: weep openly. <laughs> Honestly, that is the reaction I was hoping for, so Balnor, thank you for helping him along. Uh, you know what? That's why I'm here. Uh, it's also got 40 HP in it. Dope. Thank Sweet. you. Sweet. Mm-hmm.
3: All right, let me know how you guys are proceeding, in what order.
5: Yeah, so, I mean, my thought was I could go first because I can go into a rage and take half damage. Okay,
3: sweet. If Great. there's, like,
5: any falling rocks or anything, unless anyone else would prefer to go first.
3: You lead the I way. Think, I think that's know, smart. You know let's do a halfling sandwich, huh? The old halfling sandwich.
5: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Where Valnor, now
1: we're the sandwich. Now we're the tuna. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> tuna in the middle, tuna on the bottom. My favorite kind of sandwich.
6: <laughs> Gross. <laughs>
1: That's
5: absolutely foul. Are you talking about a tuna sandwich made with two tuna steaks? Canned tuna in the middle, tuna well, steaks I guess for would, So if
3: Moonshine's in the front,
1: presumably Bev a second, then hard one, then Balnor. So it would Oh, no, I figured
6: that Balnor was in the middle with me and hard one was uh
5: Oh, oh
6: double stuffed tuna sandwich. Double stuffed tuna sandwich,
1: yeah.
5: I stand by how absolutely disgusting but curious I am about the uh All tuna,
1: tuna on the bottom?
5: can tuna. You guys don't like
1: all tuna on the bottom?
5: Yeah, you slather a little tartare yeah,
1: on the gets, bottom. Your hand gets all wet, <laughs> but then the top of your mouth gets all bready. <laughs> That's no.
4: you're
6: looking fun. Yeah.
1: What kind of world are we trying to save? <laughs> we'll do the traditional halfling sandwich. Me and Bev will go in the middle. Sounds good. Sounds fair. Okay.
3: Uh, hard one uh, brings up the rear, uh, and uh, Moonshine is in the front. Uh, so you guys crawl through the tunnel. At first, there is a bit of rainwater getting through the rocks, Um, but it becomes tightly packed enough as you keep going um, that it no longer can get through. Uh, As you crawl through the darkness, um, Moonshine, go ahead and give me a perception check. Papa scampering along next to you, Moonshine.
5: Yes, baby, 28. 28. Oh my
4: God.
3: You have dark vision, so you could see a little bit, but it's still very, very dark, still hard for you to see. Mm -hmm. Um, You see you almost run into it. Um, Mm -hmm. You feel another javelin stuck in the rocks here. And as you reach around beyond it, you see that the rocks give way to a pit. There's a hole leading deeper into the earth. It looks like Luna left a javelin here. So like you guys wouldn't fall face first in there and give you like a a moment to gather yourself.
5: Wow. What an honor to trace those esteemed steps. Mm. Um, Y'all pit ahead. Prepare accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> I shout at the top of my lungs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Everyone takes 10 psychic damage if your comes burst. Ah, okay, falls in behind us. Yeah.
5: Does it seem as though it's like a trap or does it seem as though we have to descend into the pit?
3: It seems as though this is where you need to descend. Um, uh, you okay see, then. in fact... Um, Luna has left more of her tabards down here. She's put, like, a stake into the side of the pit. You see a white piece of cloth uh, over the tunnel leading down.
6: I leave a thank you note.
5: <laughs> um, yeah, should we just... Y'all just want to uh, grapple our way down? Uh, use ropes like spelunkers? Yeah, or we could yeah. use
6: the Jaw Jaw elevator.
2: True. <laughs> <laughs> That's that right. Funny. I'm here too. I die all the time, but I'm here. <laughs> How on earth are you bidding in this cave? <laughs> I'm kind of a ghost.
6: Oh, dad, am I dead? Well, I think that you are something special and unique and beautiful. Oh, thanks, dad. Absolutely, my son. Uh, now, if you don't mind, we all love to get on your back and play turtle elevator. All right. Uh, beep, you beep. See- You see, Jaja kind of goes through
3: Moonshine, the spectral turtle, um, and begins floating down the pit. All aboard.
5: Uh, Yeah, hop on.
3: (laughs) Sweet. Um, You guys hop on Jaja's back, and you make your way deeper and deeper down the pit. This does not appear natural as you get lower. It looks to be like a network of catacombs. As you... Uh, take the turtle elevator down, the tortoise elevator down, Um, (laughs) you pass tunnels that are perpendicular to the pit, um, but none of them feel right. You feel called to go deeper.
5: Okay. Hmm. As we're going, though, I am keeping an eye out for anyone trying to, like, Shoot an arrow at us.
6: Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. That's good.
5: <laughs> just because. Just,
6: just like an unrelated skeleton warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Do
5: you we see. Have a side quest? <laughs> he tells us.
8: You <laughs> see, an,
3: an angry looking mole man uh, with a little
1: crossbow uh, shakes as you guys go down. Not I'm today, make it out of the way with my hand. <laughs> ah.
5: This is not your fight. Go yeah, home. Catch us next week,
1: okay? I defend the mole city and I have a oh. quest for you. Sweet pea. Just
4: like, (laughs) I'll be back to liberate the mole city. Don't you worry.
1: (laughs) Hard one is just so serious. (laughs) Say that you are. (laughs) Hang tight, young hero. (laughs) You guys. (laughs) Uh, Hard one just has
3: so much reverence for critters. Now we have to succeed. (laughs) As you guys, as you guys go lower, none of these tunnels feel right until you start to descend below one um and down it you can see a dim blue light
5: I mean can I just do like a straight up insight check just to make sure this ain't a trap can I do like an arcana yeah. check to be like what's that blue light
3: yeah go ahead and do arcana or insight blue
5: that's a 20 a 20 as you
3: look down the hall and see this dim blue light.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: You see it flickers, and there's a little bit of blue script on the wall, but you can't make it out from here. Blue
6: script.
5: All right. Uh, good thing I spent so much time in the library. Uh, <laughs> let's get to reading again. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray,
4: I whisper. <laughs> Some epic final battle.
5: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, just real cautiously approaching. Sweet. Yeah.
3: You guys hop off Jaw Jaw, Jaw Jaw begins hovering behind you, and as you guys walk through the tunnel, you see the glowing blue script begins to appear on the walls all around you, and all at Mm -hmm. once you hear thousands of whispering voices sounding desperate, Um, everybody go ahead and give me wisdom saving throws.
5: With advantage because of Hero's Feast.
4: Hero's
6: Feast. Feast. Still thinking about that breakfast. Don't forget, Dad, plus six as well. Oh, and thank plus God, four. I rolled
5: really poorly. Okay. Wait, plus so six my wiz- and plus four?
6: No, uh, and a D4 as well oh. because of your
5: dedication oh, ceremony. Cer- okay, this is actually huge.
4: This is amazing. I, I have zero yeah. to wisdom, but with all of these buffs, and I rolled high at 27. Wow.
5: 31, and wow. I only rolled a six. Good lord. Because I rolled a four (laughs) and I have plus 11 to wisdom because obviously I'm a druid. Uh, And uh,
6: 27 for me.
5: Wow,
3: great job, guys. Good job, everyone. Um, And just so everybody at home knows, uh, the band of boobs, uh, now that they have part of a divine heart, are able to exceed uh, what a normal player would be able to do, what a normal character would be able to do. So um, I believe Moonshine now has plus six to wisdom and Bev has plus six to charisma. Correct. So you guys succeeding so wildly on your wisdom saving throws, you kind of close your eyes and you try to concentrate, um, hearing just this cacophony of whispers and you begin to be able to make out what they're saying. They're all saying different versions of the same thing. You hear old people, young people, children, please, please let my family be safe. I don't want to die. Give them strength. God bless our Titans in our hour of need. Protect us Titans. You realize that these are prayers about you or to you by people around Bahumia. You see that the glowing script on the walls begins to make sense to you. The writing is constantly changing to match the words of these prayers, depending on what language they're speaking. And all signs point to this being the way to the court of gods. It would make sense that gods would hear the pleas Mm. of their people as they went in to decide their fate. And hear you having a piece of this divine heart are able to hear the people around Bohemia and their faith in you.
8: Wow.
6: That's humbling.
0: Yeah. That's a lot.
6: Can we write back? Uh, go ahead and give me a religion check. Uh, 23.
3: What do you write on the wall?
6: We are here. We are here for you.
3: You feel an overwhelming sense of relief. What you have just done is essentially somebody praying to God and God coming back and being like, I'm I'm here. Uh, you hear the whispers uh, come back in your head. Oh, thank the gods, Thank you, Titans. Thank you. Protect us. We have faith in you.
6: Of course, gladly, yes. I'm like writing a lot of thank you notes now. <laughs> Don't overdo it. Don't overdo it, man.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously, uh, you know, just be careful. <laughs> Sincerely,
6: Beverly Togol, the fifth. Uh, this is going to take oh, a while, okay. actually. okay,
5: yeah. All right, maybe we don't put our names in, because that, oh. you know, might have a stink of <laughs> arrogance to it.
6: <laughs> uh, <laughs> seems
3: rude to not sign it. <laughs> you guys see light from the blue script floats down and circles around you, and you guys all get a D10 of inspiration. Oh, rad
5: what if feeling all this praise is intimidating is it do we subtract a detail
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's cutting, overwhelming it's cutting cutting words we don't
5: feel as though we can live up to it
3: <laughs> do you guys think the the gods were scared when people looked to them
6: if they weren't then they weren't doing it right yeah Belnor nods. I don't know what's going to happen after this, but this doesn't seem like the responsibility that I want or that we deserve. But that's a conversation for another day.
7: Yeah.
5: Yeah.
6: Let's use what we have and do what we need to do.
3: All right. Well, it was good that you gave those people some comfort, Bev. I think
6: a lot of people are reaching out right now. Yeah, it's just, you know... It's nice to be nice.
7: (laughs) Words to to live by. Ain't
5: that the truth.
6: Shall we keep going?
5: Yeah. And does this look like we're leading into another tunnel?
3: Uh, No, it looks like this tunnel leads to a doorway.
5: All right. Uh, I was wondering if y'all thought that this might be the kind of fight that we blow our little horn for.
6: I would love to see those guys one more time. Okay. (laughs) I missed the sound of that horn. (laughs)
5: <laughs> yeah then I guess I want to do like kind of a quiet a sort of uh, piano <laughs> Ooh. blow just like kind of quiet somber <laughs> just,
3: you pull out the horn of a and it's this. the teeniest
4: <laughs> just a teen <laughs> I like the hard one that wasn't me <laughs> uh, go
3: ahead and roll for your berserkers
5: Okay, we got six. Six. We got six Berserkers.
3: Uh, What kind of pirates would you like? Would you like, I I believe you guys have had Frost Dwarf pirates in the past and Mm. just regular pirates.
5: I was thinking that I might cast animal shapes on them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do you hate this, Murph?
3: (laughs) No, this is crazy.
5: Okay, so Murph, here's what I like to do. I would like to blow the horn of Valhalla, bring out these Berserkers. Then I would like to, on the thinking cap, Cast Conjure Woodland Creatures and Conjure Eight Pixies. I'd like to put four of them in the bag of holding and then use four of them to cast Fly on four of the Berserkers, which then I will cast animal shapes using my own concentration to turn them into (laughs) elephants. And we can go into battle (laughs) on flying elephants. Bravo. Bravo. Just let me know if you want to leave me.
3: (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) Uh, That's insane. but i've i've looked up in the monster manual i've got ghosts here because technically the horn of valhalla has spirits that come out It doesn't say anything about condition immunities, about it not being able to change its shape, so you can change it into an elephant. Yeah, the language
5: of animal shapes is you change a willing creature, and from what I saw online, ghosts are creatures. Great.
3: Um, And these are berserker stats anyway, so I can make a ruling that it was um, berserker stats. So Moonshine... You conjure woodland uh, <laughs> animals. You uh, make I put four pixies of the appear. Pixies
5: in the bag of holding.
3: Okay. <laughs>
5: <laughs> then four of them cast fly. On. I've con- I've uh, i rolled for it. We have six berserkers. So two of them are just normal elephants, <laughs> and then four of them are. <laughs> Flying elephants.
4: Okay, great. So you've got you. <laughs> I get elephants off a normal elephant onto a flying one.
3: <laughs> they are I <laughs> Sorry, mean I guess me. they're, I, I guess they're spirits, but right now they fill up like the entire hall. <laughs> are,
6: are they tangible? Like could we climb on them if we wanted to?
3: Uh yeah, they get they can they can attack and stuff, so yeah, oh. they can
6: you can climb on top of them if,
3: if need cool. be. I'm on one. Don't worry. Yep. Don't worry. I'm on it. <laughs> Um, so you guys have these elephants. I'll say that you can't climb on them until you get to a bigger room. Um, mm. But you can imagine the gods were bigger than what you guys were. Like this tunnel is very, very big. But the elephants are like pushing it a little bit like they're <laughs> all the way at the edge, like not super, super comfortable um, and just kind of walking along behind you guys.
6: Are they wearing little pirate outfits? <laughs>
3: Uh, that some of them do have little bandanas on. So cute.
6: <laughs> yeah. This is like when you uh, are in a cutscene in a video game and you're choosing. You chose the stupidest outfit option. <laughs> yeah.
5: I was just figuring the angels are gonna be flying.
6: No, this is good. This Thank is you, the, Moonshine. This is the energy you, I want.
4: You know how much I love creatures.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Maybe I don't give one to hard one. Bound <laughs> hop on. Don't all be right, shy. All right. All right. There's a halfling <laughs> on an elephant.
3: <laughs> the Game of Thrones finale did not deliver elephants, but we did. So you guys continue down the hall. I want um, to
4: call my dwarf daddies as we're walking down the hall.
3: Okay. Hmm. Oh, all right. We
1: ready for hot tub party, man? We already win this one. They're, I'm just. I know at this point it's bad, man. It's yeah, bad. Yeah, it's bad right? news. But hey, yeah. look,
4: there's uh, there's ghost elephants. So, you know, <laughs> not bad. Not terrible. <laughs>
1: They're, they're terrified of, of elephants. Well, oh, get dear. that thing away from me, man. Come on, it's awesome. What don't what? you get? <laughs> the,
4: it's really cool. It's f-
1: freaking woolly mammoth without any hair, man. It's weird.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him. They're wearing pants. It's fine.
4: It'll make sense in a few minutes.
3: All right, got it. <laughs> um, so you guys continue down the hall, and when you get to the end of the hall, you see an ornate door made of white marble with intricate gold carvings. You see an image of a tree, with twenty branches that extend out into symbols of the original deities. Some you recognize, some long forgotten.
5: I, I definitely look for Melora. I don't yeah, I was gonna
3: look for Melora. Original deity. Uh, Pelor is there. You see a symbol of a sunburst. Uh, you do not mm-hmm. see Melora there, Moonshine.
5: <laughs> wow,
3: she's the new class.
5: Can I carve in a little a little Melora? <laughs>
3: Um, Moonshine, as you touch it, you see the door begins to light up blue. You see that um, some lines in the tree light up with blue and light up some of the symbols across the tree.
5: Ooh, hands in my fellow titans.
3: (laughs) Uh, You guys all put your hands in. Hell yeah, get them in. And you see that the tree carving uh, glows blue the same magical glow as the script on the walls and finally after you've all touched it the entire tree glows and the doors slide open revealing the court of gods
5: wow the most exclusive club you have to be a deity to get in you have to have at least one fifteenth of a divine heart to be there
6: i think these elephants are underdressed
3: (laughs) you guys go past the doors You enter this quote-unquote room, but it is not part of the cave at all. It is an endless sea of stars. Dark space, bright stars. Is this a pocket plane? Is it heaven? Or is it just how the gods see us, as distant specks of dust? You guys levitate as you walk in, staying safely at the same level as if there were an invisible floor beneath you
5: oh so we Mm. didn't even need flying elephants we'll see
4: (laughs) yes yes we did they'll come in handy Uh, i'm
5: still on my elephant
3: (laughs) the elephants that aren't flying are really pushing the limits of this levitate and are like
6: starting (laughs) to sink a little bit (laughs) think light think light
4: Hey there, Nadpoles. Did you know that about 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgot about? Truly, even if you think you have your number of subscriptions under control, you might as well check out Rocket Money.
3: Um, But you guys see amongst the ocean of stars, there are stairs going up to a white marble platform, and on the platform are 19 grand thrones that look like they could seat giants. Like the door that you took to this strange place, the thrones are all lined with gold, and suddenly you guys hear a voice booming from above you. Ah, my fellow gods of the material plane, court is finally in session. You see, from space above you, Theala floats down, sitting in a throne that dwarfs the others in grandeur. While the others are uniform, the back of this one features the elaborate symbols of each of the primordials, you know from what Luna told you that back when they walked Bohemia, the gods would take turns sitting on this great throne as they led the others. Now Theala sits on it, god of gods. The last time you guys saw her, when she caused the cataclysm, she looked almost alien with glowing, radiant skin. Now she looks like the first time you saw her, just like a powerful human She wears white plates with the long golden sword of the Chosen in the middle of her breastplate. Uh, She's got long blonde hair, two great swords at her side. Um, The only thing special about her are two yellow gems socketed into her head above each of her eyes. And you see she's wearing another gem around her neck.
5: Uh, I mean, I'm assuming I don't even have to roll arcana would be like... The gems in her head are Alanis and Olfgar, and the gem mm-hmm. that she's wearing is Erlen.
3: Uh, you can tell right off the bat. You can sense that. You know he'd look
6: better as a belly chain. <laughs>
3: <laughs> her throne slowly descends and settles amongst the others on the platform. And you see she motions towards the other chairs. Go on, take a seat. This is the first time in millions of years that God's met here, and we have much to discuss the fate of the world itself.
5: I do a lot of discussing standing up, so we can just get straight to that. I don't need to rest my cheeks.
6: Yeah, we did do a lot of squats earlier, but we're still fresh. I look at Balnor.
1: You see, Balnor (laughs) was already sitting, but then just pops back up. Yeah, our legs
3: aren't sore at all. (laughs) No, we're good, we're good. We did the regular version and not the modified one, and we're okay with that. I nod really hard.
5: We did the cheeks to the streets version.
3: (laughs) See, she nods, and she goes... I understand why you hesitate. We all know where this is leading. But I'd like to take you somewhere. To Elysium,
6: the former domain of Pelor. You would take me? To the site of his murder? Where you broke the foundation of light that made me who I am? Fine, take us. Show me what you did.
5: Only if my elephants can come.
6: They're with us. My God, you brought a small army.
3: <laughs> I guess I should be flattered. You're it's actually more of a big circus. I'm
5: just saying, only if my elephants can come is sort of a creed I'll live by.
3: Right. <laughs> Beverly, to your point, I am not the first god to kill another. Look around you. Um, you see she gestures to the symbols on the back of her throne. Aren't there a few here that you don't recognize? Do
6: you think Pelor's hands were clean? Of course not. You don't get to this council with clean hands. I know that. I may be young, but I know that.
5: Although I will say, just for the record, we've done a lot of unclean things, but the divinity in us was gifted to us, so there is another way to get a divine heart.
3: There is another way to get one... Ninth of a divine heart, maybe.
5: Isn't Hmm. that enough?
3: Seems like plenty to us. We'll see. You see, Theala waves her hand, and the Court of Gods is transported to Elysium. The starry sky changes to a heavenly abyss. Blue skies, white, fluffy clouds... You hear the sounds of wildlife and feel an overwhelming sense of peace. You hover over a gorgeous floating island, teeming with life. Colorful parakeets perch in trees bearing delicious fruits. Animals frolic, powerful bucks and beautiful does bouncing through the fields. You see thousands of humanoids as well. theala's followers, the people who bent the knee. They play games. They splash in the clear water. They soak up the eternal sun. You feel joy, a buzz of happiness just being here. But you are brought to the reality of the situation when you can spot in the distance the wreckage of Pelor's floating pleasure yacht in the sky. (laughs) It's just like in the stories. You see, Theala gestures to the floating islands below. This is it. Some might call it heaven, but it isn't truly. Like a flower in a vase, it is beautiful, but it will not grow. People don't age here. They don't procreate. It is a paradise frozen in time. So it is not a paradise at all. But what if, what if we could take this a life without lies, murder, thievery, and bring it to a place where life can begin.
5: So you're saying that I believe that the reason that it is the paradise you believe it is, which, by the way, anything can, a lot of things can look like a paradise from an aerial view. Uh, but
4: all it takes is light.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got nice lighting kudos you put a nice fucking filter on this shit (laughs) (laughs) fucking kudos valencia very forgiving
3: (laughs) you see a few angels nearby
1: are are making the light look really good on the island look at that bounce
0: (laughs) (laughs)
5: but here's the thing yeah part of it is because it's frozen in time when what about when you subject it to the vicissitudes of life You think it's not going to change or warp? You think it won't need maintenance? You think it won't have weeds that grow?
3: I think that's why we need a strong hand. Listen, I know what I'm doing is wrong.
1: Oh, great. Good. Stop. (laughs) But, but,
3: I am willing to be a martyr for this cause. One last sin to rid the world of murderers, criminals, thieves, and liars. I can cleanse the souls of Bohemia and save them. We can bring heaven to earth. You can sit on my council and advise me like the gods once did.
5: I mean, you realize the second that you subject these people to life lived on a timeline, and they see people they love died, and they see people they love not want to be with them, and they procreate or can't procreate, or all the other difficulties that come with life like that is where a lot of cruelty will crop up and by pampering them you're not preparing them for that experience
6: you can't just sin one time and expect everything to be perfect forever
5: not to mention the way that you recruited people for this little you know adult summer camp you got going on The way you recruited them was literally by choosing the cowards. The people who are here are the greatest cowards. You're not starting with the best stock. The people who are heroic, the people who care, the people who are individuals, they're back on Bohemia.
3: You see, when you call her followers cowards, you see she lets down the sort of blasé, godly, high horse thing and she sneers, and she goes, You call us cowards? Pallor had the power to end evil, but chose not to.
5: All I'm saying is, you're showing me this pretty pastoral picture, but personally, I wouldn't want to live here.
6: Pelor couldn't have ended evil. It's foolish to think you can. Evil always grows in. A garden must be pruned. It must be cared for. What you're trying to end is freedom. You want to lock everybody up so
4: so the world can stay perfect.
3: What I want to do is exactly what Beverly's saying. I want to prune the world.
5: Right. No. So you want a fancy little topiary in your backyard that you could say, Look, look how neat and nice that is. But I'll tell you what, what I want is not that. What I want is a fucking garden overgrown. I want to see what nature has to offer you want and let chaos? it run free.
4: You want chaos. Yeah, we want want chaos. Yeah, we
5: do want a little chaos. You can weed sometimes, but sometimes one of the weeds that shows up is kind of fucking dope, and so you keep it in there. (laughs) I got some fucking ivy. That's an invasive species, and that shit is beautiful.
6: You leave flowers in a garden. They stay the same. But when you let them grow free, that's how you get wildflowers. Yeah. And they're beautiful as shit.
5: I think the real difference is, is you think this is your story and we think this is our story, not our as in the five of us. Yes, I'm including Papa, but I mean mm-hmm. our as in everyone's story. So it doesn't, it's not one gardener. It's a bunch of fucking gardeners.
3: You're all young. You think you have all the answers. No,
5: actually, I think that we don't have any of the answers and neither do you.
3: I know how your story ends. The wheel of suffering turns over and over again. You see she raises her hand and the platform leaves Elysium and enters a strange planar vortex. You hurtle through orange and black matter swirling around you. Um, Eventually, the matter around you takes the image of different periods of Bohemia's history. Your story has been told before and it ends the same way every time. You see Elias Stormborn standing triumphantly at the head of the SS Stormborn with Lydia, Red, and Gunther. They look happy, excited, another adventure on the horizon. It flashes forward to Elias insisting to stay behind to fight Galad the Chosen, forcing Red and Lydia to abandon him to protect Hardwon, breaking the party and their family. You see Meemaw, Cobb and Maribel adventuring together in the living wood. Cobb and Maribel, infatuated with each other, and Meemaw, just infatuated with life itself. A big smile spreads across her face as she rushes up and hugs a tree ant that whisks her up in its massive branches flash to Mimos standing, desperately trying to heal the same treant covered uh, in crick rot, weeping as a corrupted Maribel attacks the crick. Cobb tries to plead with her, but she lashes out a poisonous pseudopod that takes out one of his eyes. You see flashes of the same thing happening over and over. Heartbreak, tragedy, betrayal. Mishka and some of the other folks of Moonstone come together to fight Shadowfang and are wiped out. Urdan is attacked by his own parents. Lucanus is shunned by the high elven nobles for trying to get the elves involved in the war against Osmodius. Finally, you see Ulfgar, Alanis, and Thiala in the Hungry Trout Tavern, the same place where you all met in Moonstone. Ulfgar drinks an ale while Alanis puffs on her pipe. Thiala tentatively takes a sip of ale before laughing and joining in on the revelry. You see them defeating the dragon Shadowfang, rallying the troops in battle against Osmodeus' forces, traveling to hell and defeating Osmodeus himself. During the battle, you see Alanis is hurt and Theala heals her. She shields an unconscious Ulfgar from a spray of fire from the devil's attack.
1: Through it all,
3: I healed them. While Ulfgar delighted in taking lives and Alanis manipulated the fabric of reality to suit her cause, I healed them. Now we have a problem with it because I'm taking lives. How many lives has Ulfgar taken with glee, with bloodlust? How many lives have you taken? Points to
4: hard one. Hey, I never, I would never harm an animal if that's what you're (laughs) intending.
3: That just makes me think you've harmed animals.
4: (laughs) All you did, all you did just now was show us how great life is. Thanks for showing us the old, the old clip of Meemaw. And and God, that was great. And hey, my parents together. Ain't that beautiful? There's highs and there's lows, and that's what makes life worth living. That's what makes it good. I'm glad you were happy once. But your problem is that you don't know how to let go. You see
3: the slightest twitch in her eyes. Not of anger, just of like a brief sadness. And then she steals herself, and she goes, So... The Wheel of Suffering continues.
4: So does the Wheel of Joy. One
3: more turn. Uh, Theala draws her swords. As you hurtle through space, you see two spectral angels covered in chains with scythes arise from behind you in vacant thrones. Everyone go ahead and roll initiative.
5: Wow. See, the fact that y'all angels have uh, chains on them, that should be telling. Oh, you look (laughs) at them.
3: These look like they might have at some point been like... Pelor's Guardians or something. These don't look like chosen angels. These look
6: like trapped angels. Oh, those are Pelor's Cabin Boys.
5: (laughs) 17 for me.
6: That's a 23. That's going to be a 5 for me. Okay, we are going to say Moonshine,
3: all of your critters are just going to go on your turn because otherwise okay. it would be way, way too complicated and we want to okay. get into it. Um, hard one, you are up first. You see the goddess Theala pulls out her two great swords, two angels with scythes um, come up to strike you guys from behind.
5: Um, angels, if they are angels, he has antipathy.
3: They are not, they are not going for hard one. They're going to go for the other people.
5: Okay, mm. but just letting you know if they're within 60 feet of him. The enchantment causes creatures of the kind you designated to feel an intense urge to leave the area and avoid the target. When such a creature can see the target or comes within 60 feet of it, the creature must succeed a wisdom saving throw or become frightened. The creature remains frightened while it can see the target or is within 60 feet of it. While frightened by the target, the creature must use its movement to move to the nearest safe spot from which it can't see the target. Cool. They,
4: they will roll wisdom saves on their turn. Okay. I'm going to try to duck these angels and swing my hammer right at the Allah. Sweet. Um, I'm going to use Great Weapons Master and minus five to see if I can add 10. You gutsy. And I'm going to attack her recklessly.
3: Oh my God, hard one, devil may care, charging after her. That's a 27 to hit. She is going to go ahead and use a reaction. She's going to parry. Uh, You see she gets her sword up um, and is gonna block you. Her AC is now 29,
4: so she blocks it got it. Okay, well, I've got three more attacks. Go for it. So I'll do that. That's a crit, baby.
7: Ooh, ooh, I wish (laughs) I
3: used it on that one.
4: Uh, So I'm gonna roll the extra attack right now. Cool. Uh, That's a 26 to hit. That doesn't hit, I guess.
3: Uh, That does. The reaction's just for one attack. It's not like
4: shield. Okay, Uh, then I'm gonna attack again. That's a 23 to hit. That hits. That is another crit. That's an at 20, baby. Good
1: God, (laughs) Hell yeah.
4: So this is my final attack. Got it. Uh, 25 to hit. Does hit. Okay, and I'm going to action surge.
5: Oh, good God. Get going. At the end of this, will you tell us exactly how much damage you did total?
4: That is the plan. (laughs) That's a 23 to hit? Uh, That hits. Okay, so now I think for the final three attacks, I'm just going to use the Great Weapons Master on every single one. Great. That's another nat 20. Good
3: God. Wow, we. So we're just going to add up the damage at the end. So yeah, you guys see what happens is Hard One goes up, swings recklessly at her. She gets her two great swords up and blocks in kind of like a display of power. It makes her too slow. And Hard One just swings around. Magical power of the dwarf daddies, making him unnaturally fast. And he wham, wham, wham in the ribs, both
4: sides. And that elephant too. Don't forget the elephant.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, on
4: an elephant. I'm, I rode into battle standing on the elephant. Does a 22 hit? 22 does hit. God damn, that's another crit. That's a 19. That's insane. Uh, and a 23, which that also hits. also hits. And I did an, the extra 10 on each of those two. Yeah. So that is 297 damage.
8: <gasps> Good Lord. Sweet pea.
1: Oh, Oh my good God.
4: Bev, you led a great workout this morning at Moonshine. I'm still thinking about that goddamn breakfast. You gotta touch the floor. That's all I'm saying. You go toe to toe with this God
3: and deal a crushing blow to her breastplate and you see it actually knocks her back Um, and you see a little bit of blood trickles out of her mouth um, (laughs) and she smiles. Not bad.
4: Not enough divine hearts, huh? And now my dwarf daddies actually get to go.
3: Hard one. The dwarf daddies uh, swing into her. You see it does not affect her. She's immune to radiant damage.
4: Sweet. So they're just here for moral support. That's right. <laughs> great swing. Great form. Use your hips, buddy. Yeah, on a, you know what? Words of affirmation is my love language, so I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh,
3: sweet. Um, so end of your turn, she is going to use two legendary actions oh to boy. cast a spell. She's going to do uh, just a third level dispel
4: magic. So it will... um...
5: Uh, Counterspell.
4: Okay. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Damn, you don't deserve to sit in that chair.
3: Moonshine counterspells. You see she smiles. That is Theala's turn. She holds her hands up and she goes, normally I don't tolerate failure, but... I know how he annoys you so. She's going to cast a ninth level true resurrection. Come to me,
1: Galad Roselle. (laughs) No! You hear a distant...
5: Strike! Yeah. True. Honestly, Fiola, I'm fucking glad I counterspelled the other one because <laughs> I'm fucking glad to kill this dude again.
6: <laughs> yeah. One more head for our collection. You've made a huge mistake. <laughs> you guys see, glad.
4: Appears. What a
5: person to cast true resurrection on. Do you realize what a broken spell that is and you brought back Galadros. He's the rose. white
3: he's the white rose of Galadron. You see Galadrosel <laughs> shows up in his Dude. gleaming armor, uh, looking like he did in Galateron, beautiful, uh, looks like a replica of Rosaline, essentially. Looks like the same as Rosaline. He's brought back like as he was in
1: uh, elf form. Shows up golden yellow hair. Ah, uh, my goddess, it is so, such an honor to get to serve you for the light. <laughs> Just uh. do not
3: fail me this time. He He doesn't
1: annoy you? <laughs> uh, uh, sure a little bit maybe he's fine glad is fine i'm fine Goddamn. the goddess thinks i'm fine
4: <laughs> and i thought i disagreed with you about uh how to govern the world but
6: i mean this this we really can't meet
1: anywhere anywhere close
7: to
6: the middle Just on a lot of other important people that have died this seems like
7: maybe <laughs> no. a slight
6: waste of the spell <laughs>
3: And you would probably know, Moonshine, that that spell is supposed to take an hour to cast, so Theala's power is immense. Um, and that is actually her lair action. You guys see the moving images in this void um, begin to spin in a hypnotic rhythm. You begin to lose your bearings. It's difficult to stay standing. And hard one, you briefly lose consciousness. Oh, oh. You open your eyes after a moment. You're in a house. Is the fight over? No. It's only just begun. You hear stampeding feet and shouts from outside. They're coming here. To the house. This is your house. You need to defend your honor. Your family's honor. You grab your axe and catch a glimpse of yourself in the reflection. It looks like you. And yet, something is different? Darker hair, maybe? No. It is you. This is how you look. You must be going crazy. You hear the soldiers approaching from the outside. You wait a beat after you hear a commander call for them to charge the door. You swing the door open as the first knight goes to ram their shoulder through it. The momentum drives them into the room. You swing your axe and plant it in the back of their head. That's one. A line of them charge in, but a few of them are nervous. They don't surround you quick enough. The braver ones are the first to go down you almost respect them. As the rest of their allies shoulder their way in, you see him. The commander. That sniveling weasel, Galad Roselle. He really needs to blow his nose, just like one time. Take care of that deviated (laughs) septum. The knights begin to overwhelm you. Cut, a sharp pain. Stab, something broken. Cut, seeing red now. The tunnel vision sets in. Gotta do this now. If you can take him with you, this will all be worth it, right? You charge past the soldiers, letting out a primal scream that burns your throat. They get a few more shots in, but you get what you wanted. You're within swinging distance of Galad. He wasn't expecting this. You swing your axe with the speed and might of one of Kord's champions. He barely gets his greatsword up in time. What was it called again? Rosie? Who names a fucking sword? You rain blows down on Glad. He is on the defense. He is trying not to get hurt, but you are trying to kill him. An advantage, maybe? No. Each time you swing, he blocks with that damned sword. You heave and grunt. Blood loss getting to you now. His allies are closing in. Tunnel vision. You're slowing down. One knight swings their sword and slashes a tendon in your leg. You shudder and fall to a knee. The last thing you see is Glad Roselle plunge his stupid sword into your chest. The last words you hear are,
1: Strike, true," oh.
3: <sighs> And then it all turns inward. You didn't win, but you bought them some time, didn't you? You have regrets in these final moments. You regret that you'll never get to know your son But more so, you regret that he won't remember you. And you know that makes you a bad person. You hear Theala's voice. And this is how the great Captain Stormborn dies. Without a crew alone. Go ahead and give me an intelligence saving throw.
4: God damn it. I've got 16. So I'm going to use the Bardic Inspiration. Okay. That's an 8. So that's 24. Ooh,
3: That is still a fail. Um, God damn it. Hard one. You take 69 psychic damage.
6: Epic. Oh, oh. Worth Whoa! It. <laughs> Love that for you.
3: You feel as if you were actually just stabbed in the chest. Um, and when you flash back to your body, um, you feel as if there's like an actual wound there. Um, and you heave for a moment um, as you stand toe to
4: toe with the Allah. Oh, thanks for the reminder of how bad i want to fucking kill you guys
1: (laughs) (laughs) let's get him let's get him together my my goddess i'll attack from the back
5: see you complained about me making fun of your followers but
1: (laughs)
3: he is not the end all be all
1: of chosen followers yeah that's right i'm whatever you want my goddess
6: i'm a little dog
1: i'm a stupid little dog
6: we we met a bunch of them Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of embarrassing flavors of Chosen out there.
3: <laughs> um, that is actually on uh, initiative 18, Balnor's turn. Balnor um, is going to go up and um, I guess he'll take some cracks at some angels because they are near him right now. So
6: there's two angels, Roselle and Theala now. Correct. Cool. He takes three
3: attacks. He hits twice. Balnor does 30 damage to one of the angels. There we go. That look go, pretty go. scared of Hard One right now. They both whisper <laughs> to each other and keep motioning over towards Hard One. <laughs> it just looks like they're afraid of the hammer.
4: As they should be.
3: <laughs> At the end of Balnor's turn, she is going to use two legendary actions and once again cast dispel magic on Hard One on antipathy. Uh, to get rid of that. You
5: know what, though? You need to fucking roll.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a ninth level, right?
5: That's an eighth level. So you need to roll. I wish I was in there so that I could keep you honest.
6: <laughs> so you can come, come here and look if you
3: want.
5: <laughs> I feel like I should, right? Should I go look? Yeah, go.
6: go take a peek. <laughs> and get up real quick. Peek behind the screen.
3: She has a plus 10 to this. Ah! 20. 20.
4: I'm glad Emily saw it, at least. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you uh, know that-
5: what? You still had a fucking waste wasted turn doing that, so...
4: <laughs> Damn right. True enough. That's a slot. Um, Slot's m- a slot.
3: Moonshine, that is your turn.
5: Okay. Four of the pixies that weren't in the bag are going to go invisible and go in the bag. Okay. The pixies that are in the bag are going to hold their turn. Okay. They're going to hold their action. I think I just want to make sure that all the damage that hard one does sticks... And all the damage that Bev I'm sure is gonna do sticks. So I'm going to chill touch. It's just a cantrip, uh, but it means that she can't regain hit points.
2: Wow. Um,
5: (laughs) Until the end of my next turn. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna chill touch her, try to chill touch her. Okay. Does a 25 hit?
3: Yes, it does.
5: She takes 22 necrotic damage and now she can't heal. Um, she can't regain hit points until the start of my next turn.
3: You see, it looked like she's got Erlin as a necklace around her neck, the gem. You see, it was glowing. It looks like she may be using it as a holy symbol. Oh. Um, you see that as you do chill touch, that the glow around it starts to dull. And you see, she <laughs> looks furious.
5: Isn't it funny? You come all the way to the top and it just re- leads you right back down to the bottom, huh? Uh, great turn, Moonshine. Careful with that gem. <laughs> right. Um, wait. Oh, wait, it looks like I hurt Erlen.
6: No, 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 no. No,
5: okay. <laughs> not at all. Um, and now all six elephants are going to go. <laughs>
1: Good God. And so
5: they are going to trampling charge. Since the antipathy was dispelled and Balnor did some damage, they're going to trampling charge this the um, angel that Balnor hurt. Okay. Does a 23 hit. Yes. Uh 18 damage and he needs to do a DC 12 strength saving throw. Uh
3: they pass, 19.
5: Okay, next one's going to come after you. Does a 15 hit?
3: 15 does not hit.
5: Okay. Next one is also going to miss. Does a 21 hit? Yes. Uh once again, strength saving throw DC 12. Fails. <laughs> Fails? Okay. So, he is now knocked prone. He takes, uh, rolled poorly, so he takes 12 damage and is knocked prone, and now that elephant gets to make another attack.
3: Sweet. Woo! You see this elephant crashes into this angel with its tusks um, and smashes it down to the ground, stops levitating, stops hovering in the air. He
5: takes another 26 damage, and now he's prone for, I think, the last elephant to then have advantage, right? <laughs> Good God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And since he's prone, okay, he's going to hit. So since whenever an animal is prone, they can use a bonus action. So he's actually going to hit uh, again for 14. And okay. since he's prone, he gets to stomp, which is definitely going to fucking hit for another 16 damage.
6: This is the best circus I've ever seen. <laughs> and I've seen a lot of circuses. So
5: I believe that's all the goring and stomping from the elephants. <laughs> and four of the pixies have held their turn.
6: Good God. Bravo.
5: And Papa will also hawk. 24 uh, points of necrotic spores at Theala.
3: So uh, uh, Papa uses his action to use your spores uh, and does 24 damage to Theala. You have a possum spitting on a god. (laughs) And you think you're the good guy. That sounds
5: like me in a fucking It's
1: an insult, my my goddess. (laughs) It's an insult.
3: Your pet
4: is way (laughs) lamer.
3: End of this godforsaken turn. Diala is going to use a legendary action to take a crack at hard one. Oh. 25 to hit. That hits. 44 damage, hard one. Uh, Gleaming greatsword shines bright with radiant energy. Strike true.
1: (laughs) Yes, she said it. She said the line. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
3: After... Moonshine, that is the angel's turns, um, the one that is prone and is getting beat up by everybody is not going to be able to get away and help Theala. Okay, this one is going to pop up uh, and take two attacks on Balnor. This is the hurt one. Ooh, crits! Oh, and hits on the second one. Balnor gets sliced with a scythe for good lord, a hundred and. 10 damage.
6: Wow. Excuse me. Wow, that's not good.
3: Balnor looks rattled by that. Ow, didn't love it. Um, But he's pretty (laughs) hardy because of all the extra things. So he's not on death's door or anything. Uh, This other angel um, is going to go up and uh, swing on a hard one. Oh, hey. First attack is a 21 to hit. Uh, That hits. Okay. Okay. Mm. Um, that is 40 damage, hard one. Okay. Scythe goes through you, uh, takes another swing, 25 to hit. That hits. 41 damage, hard one. All right. As you are tangled up fighting Theala, and you have this other angel swinging a scythe on
1: you, you see Glad Roselle sneaks up behind you. I've got him, my goddess. I will help. I challenge <laughs> you, hard one, surefoot.
4: Bring it on, you little shit. <laughs> that is a twenty-one to hit. Fuck this guy! I'm gonna cast shield.
7: <laughs> yeah! You
5: can't fucking
4: I should have casted it earlier, but I just can't stand it. I can't stand him. <laughs> you
7: cast
1: shield.
4: You're not touching um, me. And you see, Theologos, you're the only one
3: who missed Roselle. Try harder. <laughs>
7: Come uh, on, Rizzo. Yes, <laughs>
5: yes, my goddess, I'll get him this time, I promise. <laughs> try a little Oh, oh a little watching harder. him get uprated by his goddess is almost better than watching him die. Uh, <laughs> he got
3: another 20, misses with the shield. Right.
1: I promise
5: on this one.
1: Y'all, please.
4: That
3: one is a 26 to hit.
4: That one just hits.
3: Hard one. He swings into you. Strike true, Rosaline Two. Um, he's Ugh. gonna go ahead and cast a fifth level divine smite. You named
5: her Rosaline Two.
1: Rosaline How Two.
5: Respectful. That's what kids do with their fucking goldfish. <laughs>
1: I'm not a kid. Rosaline Two isn't a goldfish.
4: How's your sword feel being named after its ex? Damn.
5: <laughs> Yeah, Rosaline's right here.
3: <laughs> uh, tear rolls down his cheek. 56 damage, hard one. Whew.
4: That hurts. I'm going to hellish rebuke this motherfucker. Okay. Beautiful. <laughs> you throw up the um, uh, your hair in a hair tie. My hellish man
3: bun.
6: <laughs> Fix his nose.
1: Hellish you be- demon, you fiend. you use fire instead of the light.
6: <laughs> what do you think,
1: think
3: fire to- is?
1: Yeah, <laughs> just different light uh
3: does get a, a a 21 on his save so just gonna take half okay so he's only gonna take four damage
5: <laughs> whatever you made your point
3: <laughs> yeah. he's still afraid of fire hes see it, it it burns some he has really really beautiful hair and you give him split
6: ends uh, no I turned to theala this is your best friend this is not my best friend I can't believe this is your best friend it's I, a little yeah, you know it's, it's cute seriously. that you hang out with him. It's a little embarrassing. I just uh, feel
5: like I personally haven't even considered taking the true resurrection spell, and I only would if one of my best friends died. So yeah. what I'm getting from this is that he is your best friend. Let
3: me make one thing clear: uh-huh. nobody, nobody likes Galad. Least of all me.
5: <laughs> what? What do you say, my goddess? <laughs>
1: I seek to bring pain to you,
3: <laughs> and I realize that it has—I have hurt myself mm-hmm. by bringing him here.
4: And now you've just inadvertently hurt Galad a lot. I yeah. don't. He, let me. You're... Let me make again. Let me make one
3: thing clear.
1: I don't <laughs> care if I hurt Galad's feelings. That's fine. You could hurt me.
5: My I got it. Guy that likes it a little bit. Oh, I right? He's into
3: it. I, I see. think he kind of is. I'm gonna have to just no start being gonna. indifferent. I can to understand.
5: Him. You know, it can be a little fun, a little power play. Uh, that is Bev's turn. <laughs>
3: See, the looks uncomfortable.
5: <laughs> I wink at her. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the one thing just that uh, super religious person, uh, <laughs> super uncomfortable by. All right, come on, let's be serious now.
6: Never. Um, I turn to Moonshine and I say, hey, Moonshine, you mind if I try a fungal form out?
0: Yeah, do it up, young Bev. All
6: right, I think I got enough spores rattling around in here.
0: Yeah, um, you've been
5: around me long enough. I might have infested you.
6: Absolutely. They are bubbling up, and I think it's time they came out. <laughs> um, and with my turn, I want to use my Elder Champion ability, uh, which as an action I can activate. You see, in addition to the flowers in my hair, uh, mushrooms start sprouting as well. My hair <sighs> glows green and starts floating through the air as if I'm underwater. Um, and I have taken on my Elder Champion form. I... Whoa. Whoa.
5: Fully, I fully was trying to be strong in front of all. I weep because all (laughs) along Bev has been this fancy little lad that I never knew if he understood what a dirty dirty dame I was. And then seeing that I've rubbed off on him and he's embraced it has moved me to tears. Emphasis on plural.
6: (laughs) (laughs) He just brought the funk. (laughs) (laughs) These shrooms will spell your doom. I wink at her. Um, And so when I use Elder Champion, uh, I use that as an action, but as a bonus action, I can now use Paladin spells. Whoa. Um, So for my bonus action, I run up. I jump onto the back of one of the elephants as they're all flying around and attacking. <laughs> uh, I jump off that elephant onto a flying elephant. Then I jump into the air, grab my sword, mushrooms start sprouting from my gauntlets, and I slam down and do a destructive wave on everyone within range. Amazing. Dope.
3: I'm going to say the angel and Galad came up behind Hard One. Thiel is on the other side. You can either get Thiela by herself or the angel and Galad.
6: I'm going to get the angel and Galad. I want to take care of these minions. Okay. So they need to make a constitution Saving throw, okay. Um, but as I am an elder champion now, uh, you see spores and pollen floating all around me, and all creatures that I do paladin spells on uh, have disadvantage on their saving throws. Yeah, Damn.
5: baby, that's wow. some level twenty bullshit. I it feels love it.
6: Good. Okay, so Glad
3: has a plus six, and he has an indomitable ability, so he might be able to beat this. Okay. Let's see. He still fails because of disadvantage. So he's going to take the whole thing. The angel is going to roll with disadvantage. Ooh, only a 15 already fails. Yep, fails. Both of them fail.
6: Uh, so that's going to be 22 thunder damage to everyone and then 17 necrotic
5: damage. Yeah, young Bev. Mm-hmm.
6: Um, you see a wave
3: of thunder and necrotic energy go across the ground, and Glad crumples
1: over. Rosaline, to protect me. I can't believe. <laughs> this is your BFF. This is just so sad, Thiala. Are those
5: bracelets I see?
1: I don't like glad This is my own bracelet.
3: Galad made his to copy me.
1: <laughs> no, my <laughs> goddess. it's taken
3: yours all. It
1: is a friendship <laughs> bracelet. Fine, I'll take off the bracelet.
6: Um, and before my turn is over, I would also like to send Jaja. jaw uh, to circle around Moonshine, uh <gasps> preparing to use his shield ability. Great!
0: Yeah!
6: That is back up to Hard One's turn. Oh,
4: sweet. Yes. I'm,
6: I'm gonna take a little
4: gander at Bev's <laughs> amulet. <laughs> oh, please do. Not that I need it.
1: Uh <laughs> you're looking a little worse for wear, hard bun. <laughs>
4: God it. damn, it's gonna be hard not to just attack him. <laughs> but I must. I'm gonna swing exclusively at the yeah Yes! That's a- you <laughs> and i'm going to attack recklessly and i'm going to minus five to add 10 okay so that's a 25 to hit is gonna hit all right that's a nat 20 god damn oh. um two more attacks <laughs> Woo. that's a 20 to hit i imagine that that misses that's another nat 20
6: Good g- dude, what? Get Jill in here. See if he's cheating. <laughs> Babe. Show
4: us your dice,
3: man.
5: It makes sense. He's, ro- he's rolling with advantage so much. You no, see that's the, true.
3: the one attack that you do miss, uh, Galad is just hanging onto your leg and slowing you down.
4: <laughs> Stop. Are you biting me? Yeah. Jesus. That is another crit. That's a 19. <laughs>
7: For fuck's sake, Beautiful. man.
4: I'm going to
3: kill you. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs>
4: Okay, oh. I'm going to action search and uh attacker again. god, man. That's a 24.
3: Uh she will use her parry on that one.
4: That's a 26. That hits. That's another crit. That's an 18. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> god,
7: <laughs> man.
4: <laughs> oh my god, that's a 19. I crit again. Oh, the crit show. This is ridiculous. Wow, that is 285 damage.
7: <laughs>
4: what? What? Is that correct? I mean, I mean, if
5: you roll eight, if you attack eight times and crit three, when, like, what are you doing? You're doing... A and deep, I'm
4: adding an extra 10, extra 10 every 10 single time each. because I'm minusing five. Wow. Fiala looks hurt. Wow. The wow. actual wow. god looks hurt. She's
3: upset. <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> but don't worry, everyone. It is my turn.
5: But she can't uh, be healed. She cannot
3: be healed. That much is true. The Allah is truly so mad at you, hard one. Um, <laughs> she is going to take swings on you. Um, she's also going to use leadership. Um, you see, she points to Galad um, and uh, leadership. If the creature can hear her, it can add a D10 to one attack roll or saving throw it makes before uh, the Allah's next turn. She points to him and goes, Galad do not disappoint me again.
1: I will n- did you did you see when I smote him when I smote him my goddess
3: <laughs> One out of three is
1: bad
5: <laughs> You know
4: what I listened to an inspiring leadership speech <laughs> this morning and I gotta say yours does not compare <laughs> uh, She's gonna take three swings
3: with advantage right Oh baby that's a crit mm-hmm that's a. 27 hits. Um, the hit.
5: crit is actually now an 11.
3: Okay, so that's a 25.
4: That's... Take away that crit.
3: Great. Hell yeah. Takes away the crit. Second one also hits. Third one is a 25. Okay. Hard one. You take 110 damage.
4: Okay. Still up? Uh, yeah. Great. I mean,
3: <laughs> not yeah. by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that is the Allah's lair action. Oh. Once again, you guys see the void around you begins spinning and I hit up in a hypnotic rhythm and moonshine. This time you are the victim. You feel yourself go out of consciousness for a sec, mm-hmm. and then you come back and you see yourself in a forest. You see your mother, Meemaw in Maribel's clutches mother. No, that's your best friend, Jolene and that fungal monster that has her tendrils wrapped around her. That's the only woman you've ever loved. You look down at your blunderbuss, hands shaking and sweaty. You have to do this. This isn't Maribel. She must be stopped. Jolene's got her hurt. One shot could end this, unless you hesitate. You see the pseudopods wrap around Jolene's neck and pull her closer. Her face turns red, and she lets out one last horrified choke. You need to shoot. Now. Jolene is going to die, damn it. Shoot. No, no. You might hit her. You might hit Jolene. You can't shoot because you might hit Jolene, right? Isn't anyone going to help? No. This is on you. You have to help Jolene. You have to help Maribel by not letting her kill her sister. You raise the blunderbuss, you take aim, and you fire a shot off into the back of the only woman you've ever loved. The explosion tears her back up. Living, shredded fungi splits and wriggles. But that's not what hurts her. She's just angry. When she turns and sees that it was you, that's what hurts. For a second, she looks vulnerable again. She's no longer a devil. She looks like Maribel again, and she's sad. She's sad because you've done just about the worst thing anyone could ever do. Did you really have to shoot her in the back? an explosion jolene calls down lightning a streak of white hot light hits them both in a powerful explosion their bodies fly back and scatter across the ground is jolene dead is maribel dead shh, shh. she died a long time ago you rush over to jolene she's still breathing good good maribel's a few feet away and she's still breathing too good no no shit this is on you now you have to finish this You grab your blunderbuss and stand over Maribel, a writhing mess of corrupted fungi. You take aim. You can do this. You have to do this. How many crick elves did she kill? How much harm did she cause? But what was that look she gave you before? She didn't look like a monster. She looked like a woman betrayed. Maybe she's still in there. Maybe you can save her. No, no. If Jolene couldn't save her, no one can. But that look, you hesitate. She recovers slightly and teleports away. In that moment, you know you made the wrong decision because you're chicken shit. Gutless. You hear Theala's voice. The cost of mercy. How many more died because he couldn't do the difficult thing for the greater good? Moonshine, go ahead and give me an intelligence saving throw.
5: I'm gonna go all out. I'm gonna use my inspiration. Nice. 24.
3: Moonshine, you take 66 psychic damage. Not 66.
5: sexy. So it's is it even possible for me to keep the concentration?
3: Even with a plus six and a d4, you can't do it?
5: Oh.
6: Come on.
5: 28, I can't Oof. do it.
3: Okay. Moonshine, oh you break concentration and the- But they're still
5: berserkers. They're still
3: berserkers. They oh. stop being elephants.
5: <laughs> still berserkers
4: i can still ride this i can find a <laughs> uh,
3: hard one just crashes down on top of a pirate <laughs> oh man Manward.
1: what are Manward, you doing you i'm not an elephant
3: dude <laughs> that is balnor's turn balnor is going to take cracks at this angel hits on two out of three attacks does 30 damage to start and then why not we'll use one of his action surges. Yeah, nice. I'm getting
7: pumped there up.
1: <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't got the elephants anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for me to be the elephant. Give him the tusks.
5: <laughs> Giving him the tusks. It's okay. We still got berserkers, y'all. We still got berserkers. All is not lost.
4: Trust the tusks. Hey, this one has really big ears. <laughs>
5: <laughs> hey,
1: man, I'm really insecure about that.
5: <laughs> they actually have a pretty similar hit points, so it's more just the abilities that are better of an elephant hmm. and the idea of an elephant flying. <laughs> Balnor...
3: Does 40 damage after a crit and a hit on the action Beautiful. surge. Um, this one angel is looking pretty messed up, but it's still okay. Um, at the end of Balnor's turn, she is going to command allies, chooses up to three creatures he can see. Uh, nice. If they can see her uh, or hear her, uh, they can immediately use the reaction to make one weapon attack with advantage on the attack roll. So Galad's going to take a crack at hard one. The angel's going to take a crack at hard one, and the other angel's going to take a crack at Balnor.
6: Uh, one of those angels is prone.
3: Cool. So these, uh, the angel and Galad are going to roll regular because they would have advantage, but um, they have disadvantage because they're prone. 28 to hit from Galad. Ugh, that'll do it. And a 19 to hit from the angel. That one misses. That one misses. Okay. Angel misses hard one. Galad is going to go ahead and use a fourth level divine smite on you, hard Ooh, one makes sense
1: how am i doing my goddess
3: <laughs> you're doing you're doing fine roselle
1: <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> god
3: you're a fanboy it's the worst uh glad with the smite does 45 damage to you hard one that'll do it
4: that brings me down the same way my old man went down
3: oh god glad <laughs> no. stabs you in the back and you go down no that's right you guys see hard one drop Oh, that hurts my heart that Galad did that. Good God.
1: Uh, yes. Yes, I did it. I brought him down. Was, Another you know, Stormborn.
4: Ella and the angel, mostly I'm dead, so I can't really <laughs> say it, but that's what I'm thinking. Those are my final thoughts.
3: Um, That is uh, the other angel is going to take a crack at Balnor and does manage to hit Balnor for 40 damage. Then that is Moonshine's turn.
5: I'm going to start it off by bonus action. Healing word, hard one. Nice.
4: Oh, hey. Okay. Look at go. that. Look at that, Glad. You didn't do shit. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Somebody get him. I did it. I swear.
4: You didn't finish the job, glad Looks like you struck false, buddy.
5: Uh, So that's 24 hit points for hard one. Thank you. And then I am going to, once again, make sure that this, the damage we've done sticks. Does mm. a 25 hit?
3: Yes. Oh, yeah, it's a cantrip. So, oh, you are, you are dirty. You are dirty.
7: just a
5: cantrip. <laughs> Isn't that fucking funny, Theala, that the thing I came in, the thing that when I was strategizing coming up against you the most that stood out to me was just a teeny tiny cantrip.
6: She's forgotten about the power of small things.
5: Uh, so I do 18 necrotic damage. She can't be healed until my next turn. Um, the Pixies are still going to keep holding their action. Papa is going to embody the spell that I put in him, which is a fifth-level healing spirit. So <gasps> Papa becomes Spectral Papa Five.
3: <laughs> I am back, Mother. I am here to heal.
5: So anyone who is anyone, basically hard one. If you start your turn, you'll get five d six heal awesome. from him. Uh, and anyone who does, so I guess I'll go ahead and get that fucking <laughs>
3: sweet. Why not? <laughs> five um, d six right now, and it's start of your
5: turn until the spell ends. Whenever you or a creature you can see moves into the spirit space for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there. Okay. Okay. So I will take that five d six, and everyone just like come sip at the cup that is paw paw.
6: Now this oh, is yeah. milk. You wouldn't yeah. understand.
5: <laughs> but he also, since that's a bonus action. He's also going to spores her for 24 necrotic damage. Good God. So, um, and since I hit her with the chill touch, she can't heal until my next turn. And then the berserkers are going to go.
4: <laughs> yep.
5: The berserkers are going to go. Uh, who looks the most hurt?
3: One, uh, Glad actually looks pretty hurt. Okay.
5: That's who I wanted them to go after. Okay. Is he prone still? He attacks from prone, right?
3: Yes, he did.
5: First one gets a 20 to hit. Hits. Second one gets a 24 to hit.
3: Hits. <laughs>
5: uh, next one gets a 19 to hit. Hits. Uh, fourth one, oh, we're a one and a two, that's gonna fail. Final one gets a 23 to hit.
3: Hits. You see all of these ghosts just surround Glad. <laughs> so glad.
5: five No, them?
1: I'm scared of g- 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 ghosts. <laughs> what are you, a Scooby-Doo character?
6: Get it together. <laughs> you really should have summoned Barrick Brisden or something. I don't know. I don't want to do your job for you.
5: So they hit him for uh, 46 damage.
6: Oh, <laughs> yes. He's quite hurt. <laughs> he's.
5: And not that's my last turn. Long. The pixies are still holding their turn. Oh, okay.
6: Hey, Moonshine. Uh, could you remind Jaw Jaw to use oh. his breath weapon? He didn't yes. do it yet.
5: Jaw Jaw, use your breath weapon. Okay. You want to roll for him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who do you want him to attack, Bev?
6: Uh, Probably Galad. Let's get Galad out. Okay.
3: So I'm going to say he can only yeah. hit Galad because he's been surrounded by these ghosts. So that's um, fine. Jaw can essentially float up and just hit Galad.
6: Great. So it is a DC 13 con save.
3: Uh, He passes.
6: Uh, so uh, Galad gets singed for 12 damage.
3: Galad looks very messed up. Galad <laughs> is on
6: death's door. The humidity must be playing so many tricks on his hair.
3: At the at the end of Moonshine's turn, um, Thiel is going to use a legendary action to take a swing on hard one.
4: Oh, perfect. Mm. 29 to hit. That sure hits.
3: 39 damage to hard one.
4: I am right back down. Ugh.
3: That is the death-packed angel's turn. You see the one is gonna take two swings on prone hard one. Of
8: course. Mm.
5: Okay, wait, these pixies have held their action. Can they Can they do something? Can they cast confusion on this creature? Can one of them cast confusion?
3: You can try, yeah. Uh, I'll say this happens before the attack. You see this angel of death hovering over hard one about to swing down on him with the scythe while he's out.
5: Okay, so one of the pixies, they, they all have greater invisibility on themselves. So I don't know if that affects how this uh, goes out, but one of the Pixies goes to cast Confusion on him. Uh, What kind of save? DC 13 Wisdom save.
3: 16 saves. Okay,
5: another Pixie comes out to cast Confusion (laughs) on (laughs) him.
3: They do have magic resistance, so they're rolling with advantage. So they're going to roll again. 17 that time.
5: Okay, I only have one more because I need to save one. So a third one comes out to try and cast confusion on it to try.
3: Okay, 14.
5: That saves. Okay, Okay.
3: Um, Balnor is going to use chronal shift. Thank you. And try yes. to um, stop that roll. That doesn't do it. Uh, rolls even better that time. You see this angel of death swings down on hard one. Hits on the first one. Critical hit. Two death fails. Takes a second swing. No. Nat 20. You see swings down. Scythe goes through his chest. Hard one. You see black. No.
5: No. No. It's so this is the fucking world you want, Theala? You want to kill the people who are heroes so you can keep around your complacent little Rosells. <sighs> That's what you want? You want to keep the Galad Rosells alive while the fucking greatest hero that Bahumi has ever seen fucking goes down?
3: The greatest hero that Bahumi has ever seen, he will be forgotten. When all this is over, your names will be wiped from history.
0: It doesn't matter if they're wiped from
5: history. I don't give a shit about history. I read the history books, they're all fucking biased bullshit. What matters is right now. And right now he is a fucking hero and you are swapping him for fucking Galad Roselle.
3: Let me be clear. I don't like Galad.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the way you're acting just fucking made a real strong case against that.
3: Uh, That is actually the other death pact angel who's going to swing on Balnor. Hard one is cold and dead on the ground. The other one hits Balnor once, misses the other time. 41 damage on Balnor. Now it is uh, Galad's turn. Galad will take some strikes at the Berserkers.
5: Let me tell you what their AC is. 13. They actually have better AC than the fucking elephants.
3: Uh, He still hits on the three attacks. um, And he'll do, I'll say, a first level smite on each one.
5: Okay. Give me your damage.
3: 32 damage, 30 damage, and 25 damage.
5: They all look fine.
3: (laughs) Good God. (laughs) Why
1: did I waste my time doing that?
3: <laughs> um, That is Beverly's turn.
0: Bev, if
5: you want to be near uh, Papa, you can uh, regain 5d6. Uh, yes, come one. to me. I That's feel like great.
3: I got lost in all the death and whatnot, but I am
6: here. I do have milk. I'm actually, I'm feeling pretty sated at the moment, but uh, okay. it's good to know. If you could like put some milk on ice for me, I would really appreciate it.
4: <laughs> Iced milk. <laughs>
6: If you could, like, uh, pump out a quick, like, milkshake for me and just keep it cold. All the angels start licking their lips. (laughs) (laughs) This is pasta milk. You would not like it. Cool. So I turn to Theala with tears in my eyes, and I say, when is the last time you smiled? (laughs) When is the last time you felt the light that you so professed to love? Because the man you killed brought so much joy to me and to others. He made the world so big and so beautiful. And I'm not letting you take him from it. And as my bonus action, I will cast revivify on hard one. Oh.
3: Bonus, yeah, action, bonus action uh-huh. revivify. Bonus Yo, action
5: revivify. Shut You love up. to see it. Mm-hmm. I
3: kip up. Hard one, go ahead and roll your death saves. Oh, right. Okay. So Bev runs over, hands on hard one. Okay. Ooh.
6: That's a four. Okay, so that is a fail. Oh. oh, oh, don't forget to add the plus six. So that is a 10. Oh,
3: okay, so that's already, and yes,
5: that's true. Fuck yes, the power of friendship, my friends. There um, it
3: is. You al- yes, you also get the D4, So, but even with just the plus six, you automatically get a 10. Uh, hard one, go ahead and roll again.
5: Everyone should be friends with paladins, huh?
4: Shout out to the two crew.
3: Yikes, Um, go ahead and roll a D four because if you roll a one, you still fail it.
4: Good on me, that is a one. Wow. Uh Um, You know what, I'm gonna use, I'll use Indomitable and uh, re-roll that. Yeah, please do. Sure. Hey, there's a 12. That's a 12, (laughs) baby.
5: (laughs) Never been so happy to see a 12.
6: (laughs) You love a 12.
4: Yeah. Uh, and then
5: hard
6: one Ten plus the two crew one last yeah. death save.
4: There we go. That's a 19.
7: Woo! Wow. Yay, <laughs> now
5: baby. you get
1: back
4: up. Since up.
5: he popped back up. Um, would you say that's like him entering Pawpaw's, uh spectral healing area?
3: Uh, yes. Hard one. You may use uh, spectral Papa.
4: So I kip up right into Papa's teeth. And I look <laughs> I look at Galad and I say, now this is a god worth worshiping.
1: What are you doing, man? <laughs> you wouldn't understand.
6: Thanks for the revivify, bud. Absolutely, anytime. I give Bev a crooked thumbs up. <laughs> I give him just a mangle of fingers in return. Cool. So as my action, um, I'll give him 50 HP... From
4: touch Ooh. hands. Wow.
6: Yeah. Yes. Sorry wow. to be touching you so much. Okay.
4: Hey, keep it up. I'm fucking drinking possum milk. We're a yeah. touchy
5: family. Okay. <laughs> We're no a boundaries, baby. Hugs.
4: <laughs> Everyone <laughs> need on me as we
3: drink of my milk. <laughs> I am your big possum mommy.
6: Uh, I cheers a glass of possum milk with hard one, uh, and then we like link our arms and chug it down, and he gets 50 HP, and then I'm gonna action surge.
3: Oh. Yes. Yeah. You have Woo! an action surge, you crazy, I do
1: crazy guy. Glad's looking hurt, right? V- extremely hurt. Very, right. very
5: hurt. Very hurt.
1: Wait, Beverly. Okay, just <laughs> hang on. <laughs> Let's talk this out. Okay. Again, I, y'all, I, please
5: play I, close, pay close attention to what's going to happen because that is the fault. Fo- that is your followers. No, no, no,
1: no. <laughs> nothing's going to happen. Okay, just remember that you and I have a history. Okay,
6: Bev. For the light. Remember? I didn't realize that killing your idols meant I got a two for one today, and I'm going to take it.
5: <laughs> I definitely thought he was going to proposition him with something lewd, so that's why what? I need to pay 10. Come on. It's an
6: offer we've all heard
4: before. I've
5: watched him proposition some pretty <laughs> lewd things. I never said that. <laughs> I don't remember
6: that. Um, I'm going to slash into Galad Roselle. Um, more mushrooms sprout from my hand and my sword uh, as I power up on a acrotic smite.
5: <laughs> Moonshine is weeping like a proud ant. <laughs> <aunt.
1: laughs> <laughs> Beverly, necromancy, you shouldn't. You need the light. Beverly,
6: you need the light, Bev. You got to look on the dark side, bud. Um, and I slash with the power of Shadowfell and my friends behind me. Cool. And I'm going to roll with advantage.
5: Yeah, roll everything with an advantage, my little one.
6: Does a 22 hit?
3: A 22 does hit, Galad, yes.
5: Woo!
6: All right. So we're going to do, folks, we're going to do a uh, second level necrotic smite.
3: You hear as the sword whizzes down, uh, you see your father's
6: face in the black smoke. <laughs> Good job not dogging it, son. <laughs> We've had a knucklehead in our path, and soon that knucklehead will reside on my friend's bell. Ha ha! Oh yeah, this is real Galad. This isn't like some fake spectral Galad,
3: so his head will indeed be real. Yup. Dope. So that's 32 damage on the first attack. Beverly, finish him.
6: (laughs) I slice him up so that he falls to his knees. God. And then I move out of the way and let Hard One do what he will.
5: Take a shit on him. (laughs) Don't
1: take a shit on me.
6: I,
4: say, I stride up to Glad Roselle, twirling the, the god's hammer. I say, you know what, Roselle? I could kill you with this thing, but you're just not worth it. <laughs> and I kick him in the face and shit on his head.
7: <laughs>
3: you just brutally just like break his nose into his all? Uh, and you hear for one split second, you fix his deviated septum. And he goes, No, hard one, no, strike true, find the light. Shit, that's beautiful. Holy fuck, that's beautiful. Damn, what a voice. Uh, and he falls over as you shit on his head. What could have been?
4: And I sort of, I do my best to shake off the fecal matter as I tie his hair around my belt.
1: Ah, oh, man, you're not putting that in the bag, I'll tell you that much. In it's fact, going.
4: I'm, I'm not going to hang about, out with you. Don't worry, Belmore. <laughs> no, it's no. going
6: on my person. Okay. okay? That's maybe worse. Uh, I give one a towel to assist with cleaning off the shit-covered head. I use it to wipe my face. <laughs> Just a little
1: bit of sweat.
6: <laughs> I guess I'll I'll head towards the angel that's attacking Balnor now, if that's okay. Uh yeah. you're going to take a an opportunity attack by from the other angel. That's fine. Misses. <laughs> Whew. Uh, I blow some spores in his face as I yippie skippy right past. Ah,
5: yeah. Oh, yeah. Suck ah. on those. <laughs> they won't do Suck anything but <laughs> <laughs> But you're
6: pretty annoyed, huh? <laughs> Um, cool. Then I will attack uh, this angel that's uh, harassing my dad. Sweet. <laughs> uh, does a twenty-three hit? Yes. <sighs> I'm going to save my third levels for vivify because we are already having a rough go at I it. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that seems that, smart. I'll do another uh, second level necrotic smite Sweet. on um, this angel. Okay. Oh, wait, no. Uh, Divine smite because this angel is a um, death angel. Yep. Uh, so that's 29 damage. Uh, radiant, for all the fans listening at home, to this angel. Sweet.
3: <laughs> End of Bev's turn. Theala takes a legendary swipe at hard one. Right. 25 to hit. That hits. Hard one, that is 37 damage. Still standing,
4: baby. Still standing, baby. <laughs> Be- Bev and all hook me up. <laughs> uh, that
3: is hard one's turn.
4: So I uh, pull up my pants and I pick up the hammer. <laughs> And uh Did your I, pants fault oh right, you were shitting. I took a, <laughs> yeah, shit. I took a shit, yeah. I yeah. took a mid battle shit.
5: <laughs> the hero of Bohemia took a shit on your chosen.
3: <laughs> you're the you're the you're the great hero that everyone was just crying about. You took a shit on a
6: man's head. This is what keeping in light is all about. I didn't
5: cry. I was gonna save that for later. I'm more of a private crier, (laughs) thank you.
6: You know what, we know that you're steamed because she shat on your soulmate for life and life (laughs) hereafter. (laughs) But I'm sorry. This is the way it's going
3: to be in Boonie. Take his friendship bracelet off. That's my bracelet. He copied it.
5: <laughs> I tie it tighter. We're not like best friends. Melted into stone. Untie it. Untie the bracelet.
4: <laughs> you're you're allowed to take yours off. Why this would I take I mine understand. off? He copied me. <laughs> uh, hard one is is touched for a second, and I'm like, did they really say I was a hero while I was dead? <laughs> Several times. <laughs> don't get inspired. Shut up. Hit me with your damn hammer. All right, I'm going to take some attacks. I'm going to attack recklessly, and I'm going to minus five to add the ten. So that's a 27 to hit. That hits. A 20 to hit. Uh, dirty. Not Misses. But I'm going to use a fucking luck point. Okay.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: And that's a 22. Hits. That's a 25. Okay.
5: I think I I think I, um, sort of uh, give her the middle finger with my uh, chill touch necrotic <laughs> hand just so she knows this is coming for her.
6: <laughs> That's a really weird thumbs up you're doing, Moonshine.
5: <laughs> it's a mean thumbs up. Whoa.
6: That's a nat 20.
4: <laughs>
5: it's a thumbs down, honestly. You crit again?
4: <laughs> That's a nat 20, baby. <gasps> Fucking bastard.
5: How many 20s is that?
4: Uh, I don't know. Too many. It makes
5: sense because he's, uh, for anyone who's like, oh my God, he's cheating. No, 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 of course not. He's rolling with advantage four times in a row, eight times in a row. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also Jesus
6: Christ personally loves him. That is 165 damage. (laughs) Beautiful. God, it is a pleasure,
4: sir. (laughs) It is a goddamn pleasure. Sorry for dying all the time, but every time you bring me back, this is what I'm going to try to do. (laughs) Hard one. You
3: smash her in the chest dent her breastplate, swing back around, hit her in the back. You hear her back crack as she flies forward, hit her in the face. Um, You see her neck snaps back. She turns it back to you. Blood pouring out of her nose, blood pouring out of the sides of her mouth. She tries to look strong, and then she staggers, and she falls a little bit forward, and she goes... Alright, the negotiations are over. Your opinions have been noted, but I am the god of gods, and I decide what is best for the realm. Perhaps I should show the people of Bohemia what happens to people who oppose me. You see light shining from under her plate mail, which melts away to show a radiant being underneath. Mm. A flash of radiant light blinds you as the court of gods is teleported back into the sky of Bohumia, the material plane overlooking the Iron Deep Mountains. The Allah has taken a new form. She looks as she did when you saw her create her cataclysm. She is a being of pure radiant light with hair like starfire. She grows to the size of a giant 16-20 feet tall with glowing radiant wings. The two socketed gems in her head now glow yellow and as they flash you see her face begins to take the shape of her former allies Olfgar and Alanis, and each time she speaks you hear all their voices at once
5: I will broadcast your judgment to the world This won't be my first time on TV if you know what I'm saying <laughs> Down in hell I uh, put on a good show
2: <laughs> Oh no that's a pretty true, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we kind of a over Kind of a whole meatloaf video here. I've, <laughs> I've been watching from other uh, sort or listening rather. It's a good podcast. I would that right? Yeah, I would yeah. subscribe.
6: You know, means a lot that you're enjoying it.
2: Great um, you know, review. <laughs>
6: subscribe and tell your friends. <laughs>
2: you know
7: what?
4: word of the mouth goes, a long way.
2: All right, well, you know, this is too much because you are talking a little with God right now. Why don't we get out of here? All right, all
7: right we'll catch, catch up soon.
2: We'll to... talk to you guys soon.
7: Okay,
5: yeah, yeah. Whatever you said. Right, love the green safe Kisses.
6: Kisses. Kisses.
3: Um, Hard one. You've (laughs) only taken a couple attacks, right? How many? Or did you take all your attacks to kill her, right? I took
4: all my attacks. uh, I'm going to second wind real quick. Uh,
3: Hard one. You bonus action second wind. And that is Thiala. Form two's turn. By
5: form two, do you mean form final or.
3: <laughs> two of question marks yeah. i will never tell uh. uh you see she is going to swing two swords down on hard one looks like herself but just a radiant being you see like starfire come out of her hands
5: dang you got a crush on hard one or something huh The i do not have a crush on him <laughs> look if you want to make a play we could do this in a normal way i know? don't
4: yeah, all she, you have to do is chat me up. <laughs> 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 she's
3: wearing the same bracelet as you. I was wearing this one first, too. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> yes, I Ooh, was. Everyone, I everyone keeps my copying my bracelets. bracelets. <laughs> um, that is a 30 to hit you, hard one. Yeah, you know what that actually <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah,
7: yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, That is 23 damage, hard one. Okay. Sweet. Um, she's going to take a second sword attack against you. 37 to hit.
4: Oh, that one misses.
3: Wow. Unbelievable. Uh, (laughs) 22 damage, hard one. Okay. Um, You see her face takes the shape of Ulfgar's, and she swings a spectral axe at you for the last one.
4: This one's going to hurt the most.
3: Uh, That is a 30 to hit.
4: Also, yeah.
3: 31 damage, hard one. And it did. Then... On initiative 20, that is Theala's lair action. You see, rather than crazy things happening in kind of the world around you to entrance you, uh, Bev, you see she just looks at you directly in the eye. You see a flash
6: of white. Uh, I put on my uh, solar eclipse goggles and I'm totally fine. (laughs) (laughs) Beverly, (laughs) you open
3: your eyes and you are in the one hells. The One Hells? No, the Nine Hells. Osmodius's domain. Mm. You are in the middle of a fight with your greatest enemy, and it is not going well. The embodiment of evil. A mad god with a crown of fire rips into Ulfgar. He still hasn't recovered from his fight with that dreaded mushroom woman. Even you can't seem to cure him. You have to bring him back! You turn to her. Alanis. She screams from across the battlefield, skin scorched with fire, robe frayed. You stare, incredulous. She can't be serious. Ilset is our enemy. He worked with us for his own ambition, not because he has truly changed. He will betray us, just as he betrayed Osmodeus. Thea,la, this is not the time for your moral posturing. We need help. Moral posturing? You mean having morals? Ugh. Maybe she's right. Ulfgar can't take much more of this, but what if he dies? You don't have the strength to cast many more spells, and you would never forgive yourself if you lost Ulfgar to help him. You look over at the dead body of Ilsa the Necromancer and sigh. Palor, help us. You rush over to the side of your enemy, the Necromancer who brought the wrath of the Nine Hells to the Material Plane, and reach out with a life-restoring touch. Mercy cannot be wrong, can it? But why does it feel wrong? His eyes shoot open and he sits up. Without so much as a thank you for pulling me out of the abyss, he pushes past you and goes to work against Osmodeus. The scale is tilted ever slightly in your favor. In a maelstrom of axe swings and arcane explosions, you are victorious. Ulfgar scores the killing blow and rips the god's heart from its chest. Is that a heart? It's strange. It's gold. It's beautiful. You and Ulfgar and Alanis stare on in disbelief as Osmodeus collapses, evil incarnate defeated. No, Ilsaid snatches the Hellfire crown and you are banished back to the material plane. Fool, how much evil will he wrought because Alanis was wrong? From now on, you will trust your instincts. Bev, go ahead and give me an intelligence saving throw.
6: That's going to be a 28.
3: That passes. you take half you take 31 psychic damage uh, and then you are shocked back into reality and you are there
6: in front of this radiant god flying high over Bohemia I know the pain of past mistakes don't make one more there's still time you have so much power and so much potential you don't need to use it this way just keep working don't abandon this place Stay with us. You plead
3: to Theala. And you see, in this form... Guys, go ahead and everybody give me insight checks.
5: 27 for me.
3: With a single 27, Moonshine Mm -hmm. can relay this to everybody else.
5: Great, Mm
7: -hmm. thank God.
3: And you guys can kind of just see it and read it on her face. This form of her has a little bit less of her human ambition. She has lost her humanity. She is... This god powered by her divine hearts that has the power of herself, Alanis, and Ulfgar. And you see part of, like, Alanis's intelligence coming through. And she takes no joy in this. She just looks at you, Beverly, and she goes, there is a chance, however small, that you are right but you yourselves are practically deities. Perhaps this is just another meeting of the gods, a debate. Yes, we shall
6: find out who is right in the end. Can I do a roll to see if Alanis is making Theala a little high? (laughs) Yes, Uh,
3: she is. She's clearly a little stoned. Um, That is Balnor's turn. Uh, Balnor's going to take some cracks at these angels. Shout out to the two crew. Misses on the first one, hits on the second one. Balnor does a big 30 damage. Woo! You see this one that Balnor and Bev has been fighting is is hurt. Could be taken out by like a round of attacks by someone. In <laughs> fact, you know what? Balnor is going to use his last action surge because why not? He's probably not going to be the guy who takes out the Allah. But you know what? I'll take one
6: of these damn birds to hell with me. That's right. You put your ass to the ground so you can put their ass to the ground. Dope. Yeah. Um <laughs> Hits twice.
5: Ash to the grass.
6: Hits twice,
3: (laughs) crits once. You see, Balnor cuts down this angel of death. That's right, we're the hounds,
1: baby.
5: So there's an angel of death left, and that's all, right? Yep. And he's surrounded by six berserkers, four of which are flying.
3: Yes. (laughs) Cool. You do see, though, as a legendary action, at the end of Balnor's turn, the yellow gems atop her head light again and you see her face takes the shape of Alanis's. you see she holds her fingers in front of her mouth and blows a like arcane mist uh no. everybody go ahead and give me a deck saving throw
5: is this a, is this a spell
3: no this is like an action okay okay Um, So this is, it's only 10 feet wide. So who was like closest together?
6: Yeah, I think I like got some of uh, the tasty, tasty possum milk and then I ran over to where (laughs) Balnor is. Oh, okay. Bev is, okay. So it's basically,
3: okay. So I'm going to say there's two sides of the battlefield right now. There's the hard one side with all of the ghosts because they just helped kill Glad. And then there's the Bev side with Bev, Balnor, and- I'm
5: probably near Papa to be honest.
3: Okay. So you're near hard one. Yeah. Got it. Okay, so only moonshine and hard one need to make uh, saves and oh. make make a save for the ghosts.
5: Um, so I got 22.
3: I got a 26. You guys both fail.
5: Okay, so none of them ha- even have a chance of passing. Okay. Or rather a 27. Would a 27 pass? Yes. Okay, then I'm going to roll to see if anyone crits. One of them crit. One of them does not get hit. Okay, so one of them did fucking crit.
3: Okay, so 90 damage to everybody who failed. Okay. Jesus. Ooh. And 45 damage to the ghost who passed. (laughs) You see Uh, one extremely dexterous
4: ghost.
0: He stands.
4: He stands, but I'm down. Oh, no. As I fall, I say, just let me lie here. Do what you have
6: to do.
5: What I have to do is bring you back, hard one.
6: Yeah, because honestly, none of us are going to be able to do 200 damage in one round. So. Yeah,
5: my entire strategy was built around making sure the damage you did stuck. So <laughs> I, I'm kind of not a solo act in this one. Yep. <laughs> so looks like you're stuck. I pass out
4: with a smile on my face. That is
3: Moonshine's turn.
5: Um. All right. Spectral Paw is going to give you a five d six dan five d six uh hit points. Rad. And then, can I do some kind of insight into this new form?
6: Sure.
7: Like, um, is
5: it is this like some kind of wizardly form? I, basically, I built all my stuff around sort of like a spellcasting cleric, and that's I've been saving these counter spells, and I have a pixie who's supposed to cast dispel magic and all this okay. stuff. So I'm trying to suss out. Go ahead
6: and give me an insight check.
5: Uh, shout out to the two crew.
6: Okay, <laughs> you can't really get a read on it. I could maybe make sure that she can't heal herself
5: oh really okay that would be great then in that case i'm gonna do six level heal 70 hit points to hard one
7: wow oh Um, my god
5: um and uh papa is gonna do the 24 necrotic damage oh
3: what did what did papa papa has to be out
0: oh papa's out
3: i mean does he have he would have taken 90 if uh, 45 even if he saved
5: yeah. Okay. So Papa's out. All okay. right. So you see, um, Papa has. So Papa's out. Don't take that five d six um health then, um okay. and I'll just heal you for seven. And was Jaw
3: Jaw ja was protecting Moonshine, right? Yeah, Jaw Jaw get hit by that too.
6: Jaw Jaw's HP is forty five. Jaw Jaw mm. exactly dies even if he sleeps.
5: <laughs> okay. Oh,
6: you beautiful bastard.
5: So um I guess I'm just uh I guess I'm gonna look at Theala and be like hey bitch. I fucking know how it feels to be the healer. So I don't fucking feel bad for you. And then I use a a six level spell to uh, heal hard one for 70 hit points.
3: Sweet. Thank
7: you.
5: And um, I do have that one dude. My fucking (laughs) berserker. He's going to try to... Uh, he's a flying one, so he's going to try to hit the armor. <laughs> Does,
6: god. If he,
5: if he Does a it. 23 hit? She's
3: just like Dr. Manhattan now, so confused. You bring a <laughs> ghost pirate
6: to fight a god?
5: Yeah, he was a flying elephant, but you uh, you made fit to see that right. yes. done with. Don't
6: make fun of his big ears.
5: Does a 23 <laughs> hit? No. Okay, so He misses. God bless his soul.
6: It's all about heart,
3: though.
5: All right. So, that's what I do.
3: Sweet. Um, At the end of your turn, she is going to swing at the ghost that's right there. Uh, (laughs) Does it. uh, She turns uh, into Ulfgar again and swings a a, like axe of starlight down. Moonshine, did he attack recklessly?
5: Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
5: This was this man's last moment, and he knew it. <laughs> good
1: God, so sad. Uh,
3: 37 damage at super um, hits, obviously. This,
5: this hero of Valhalla.
6: <laughs> Return to Valhalla, good dumbo. I was an elephant. came to
5: life and then became an elephant and then became just a berserker again, returns to his Valhalla in spirit form and says goodbye to us once and for all.
3: <laughs> I pour one out for him. <laughs> Uh, that is the angel's turn There was an angel that was over by hard one It's gonna take some swings at hard one Ooh, shout out to the three Kree misses yes. And the next one you. Is only an 18 to hit I believe that, that misses, misses you Misses twice
4: Alright, got a little bit of Galad Roselle rubbing on.
3: <laughs> In the distance you're, Strike
1: true, hard <sighs> one
3: I hate how much of a part of this he is
1: yeah. <laughs> He really we'll came back, that. didn't he?
3: <laughs> um, then that is uh she gets another legendary action. She has sure, to spend two this form gets five.
5: Please cast a spell.
3: She spends two <laughs> five to do her like arcane breath thing again as Alanus. I mean it's
2: She's not a spell. She's <laughs> doing it
3: She's doing it on the other side now towards Balnor and Bev. Mm. Um so Balnor and Bev go ahead and give me uh Deck saving throws. Get low,
6: That thing hurts. Um, I'll use my shield reaction uh, to add plus three. So that's going to be 28.
3: That passes. Uh,
6: Bev, you take
3: half. You take 35 damage. I take zero if I take Oh it. my God. Awesome, Cheers. Bev. You hold the shield up, get behind it. Can I just, like, still take the damage and then half Balnor's? If you want to use your reaction, I'll let you um, split the damage with Balnor, yeah. Awesome, I do that. Sweet. Um, Bev, you see Balnor stumbles back trying to get away from it. You hold your shield up bravely, able to block both of you, but you guys both take a little bit of the runoff. Um, You guys both take 35 damage. 35. But Balnor would have failed for sure.
1: Uh, Thanks, bud.
6: It's okay. Our elbows got a little cooked, but that's all right. Sweet. That is Bev's turn. Um, So I want to uh, do my normal attacks, and then I will uh, actually... So I'll I'll cast a spell as a bonus action again. Okay. Um, I power up the necrotic side of my sword, uh, and I kind of hold it over my my eyes, and and I offer a quick prayer to my dad and say, if you can offer any help from Shadowfell, now would be a good time. Uh, And I want to use Spirit Shroud, uh, which is a Unearthed Arcana spell, which allows me to summon uh, a shroud of uh, necrotic spirits that kind of surround me and give me an extra D8 of damage. But also, if you get hit by them, you can't heal.
3: Ooh. And this was, a, this was approved anybody at home that's true. who's getting mad at
6: Caldwell. <laughs> this was approved. Why?
3: Why I checked they? with Daddy.
6: Unearthed
7: Arcana's
6: <laughs> great. I, I call upon the forces of Shadowfell, uh, I'll let you flavor it how you will, but I think it'd be pretty fun if Red and Gunther came out. Yeah, you see, uh, oh,
3: yeah, cute. you see, you see uh, Lord Stormborn's sword horde shows up. <laughs> uh, you see the spectral forms of Bev Senior, Red, and Gunther appear behind him. Hey, you need me to like stab this god in the
6: back or what? Yeah, wherever you can stab. All right, I can yeah, get under we'll, the plate. We'll stab our best. Do you want to just scurry under her plate if you can? That'd be yeah, great. Yeah, I mean, I'll try my best. I think I gotta go with the sword,
3: kid. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Probably smart. Okay, uh, then I rush in and I'm gonna take two attacks. Nice. Um, does a twenty-six hitter. Yes. Great. All right. Let me do that damage. So that's gonna be twenty-five damage on the first hit. Nice. And then I will attack again. All right, uh, another 26 to hit. Uh,
3: yeah, you see necrotic damage going in against uh, against this insane radiant energy. You see the sword of Bev Senior swinging along with you, the spear of Gunther and the dagger going in, like hiding behind you yeah. guys, going in <laughs> to try to get up under her ribs of uh, Uncle Red. The Forsworn Stormborn
6: Horde. <laughs> George The soreborn Whore George uh, It's ridiculous and we go in But we do the damage and we get the job done uh, For 22 points of damage Nice nice.
3: Hard one that is your turn Oh shit
6: yeah awesome
4: I'm still alive Okay I'm gonna attack the I'm gonna Great. do it recklessly I'm gonna minus 5 to plus 10
3: Good god You see she looks at you Why do you do this? You do this to defend the wicked? Why do you want to die?
4: Why do I want to die? I want to, I want to live. You're taking the freedom of life away from people. You understand that? You're not giving anyone anything. Go ahead and make your attack. <laughs> I did crit.
7: <laughs>
6: Good God! <laughs> and you know what? He has the freedom to do that.
4: And a crit again. <laughs> Dude, that's a 19. All right, so that's two crits. <laughs> um, does a 20, 24 hitter. No. Okay. Ooh. That's a fucking, that's another 19. That is three crits. Dude. <laughs> and I'm going to roll I my think bonus. I think you've crit 10 times. It's insane. This fucking dice, I'm going to I'm gonna put it in a museum. Well,
5: because he crits on 18, 19, 17, 18, 19, 20. Right.
3: Beautiful. But critting yeah. three times every turn is still statistically insane. And
5: also, rolling I'm with mostly, advantage. It's
4: yeah, mostly been
8: 19s and 20s. True.
4: Uh, and that it's a twenty-five on my bonus attack. That hits. <laughs> God, it feels fucking good to crit. Emily was right. That is one hundred and sixty-three damage.
3: Dude, what? Wow, we. Yeah, you hit her. You see her like form begins to kind of give way as there's these just like flashes of radiant light. But then that is her turn, and she is going to swing back at you you have fought admirably
4: swing at me i expect no less
3: 35 to hit on the first attack 32 to hit on the second attack Mm -mm. and the last one as ulfgar 29 to hit
4: thanks ulfgar
3: (laughs) 81 damage
4: that'll do it that'll knock me down
3: that is the lair action moonshine you are targeted this time You once again see a flash of yourself as Olcob, hesitating, not being able to pull the trigger on uh, Maribel. Go ahead and give me a intelligence saving throw.
5: Shout out to the two crew.
3: You take 55 psychic damage. God damn it. That is Balnor's turn. There's still one angel left. Balnor's going to go after that one. Shout out to the two crew on the first attack. Hits on the other two attacks does 29 damage at the end of Balnor's turn. She turns towards the, I guess it's, she's just going to go for the side with the most people, which means hard one's going to get hit. It's not a melee attack, so it's not an auto crit. Is it a spell? Okay. No, it is an ability. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she takes the form of Alanis and blows like an arcane mist out. Um, everybody go ahead and give me deck saving throws. or I guess it's just moonshine, Balnor, And hard one is out. So hard one just fails a death save. Just one.
5: 28.
3: Moonshine, you pass. So you take half. Um, Moonshine, you take 43. Balnor takes 85 and falls. Uh Uh-oh.
6: I don't like it when two people are down. That is Moonshine's turn.
5: All right, then everyone bring it in. Girl, for us... Angry and resentful <laughs> as you seem about being the healer, y'all put a female <laughs> in the healing position. I will mask your wounds to bring up hard one and Balnor and Papa.
7: Hey, oh, oh,
4: God! Man. That's good. <laughs> I'm back. Okay.
5: Everyone gets forty three hit Whoa. points. Yes.
7: Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> Papa immediately jumps up, uses uh does 24 necrotic damage to her I would like to do another insight check just to figure out like cuz I'm worried about if Bev's concentration goes away mm. like do we need to worry about her healing herself am I stupid for even saving my counter spells at this point she does not seem to be casting many spells so I want to do some kind of like go ahead and check. make an insight check okay 21
3: 21 moonshine you notice that when she was casting Divine Spells, like when she cast True Resurrection to bring Galad back, mm-hmm. the necklace containing Erlen was yeah. glowing. Yeah. And it has not glowed since. And anytime she's taken the form of of like herself, she has just been swinging.
5: Well... All that time in the library. I am going to send Handy Andy to try and steal the necklace.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Whoa. Okay. I approve. Um, Moonshine, go ahead and give me a... He has enough movement. Go ahead and give (laughs) me a stealth check and then a sleight of hand check. Okay. Her perception, I will tell you right now, is plus 26. She rolled a four. So she only got a thirty.
5: Okay, his stealth is nineteen.
3: Bounder will coronal shift uses last <laughs> coronal shift. <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay, he got a thirty-one.
1: Oh my god! Successfully <laughs> uh, is able to. You see, Auntie Andy, Andy
3: just like slightly <laughs> getting singed by the starfire is able to crawl up her unnoticed um, and gets over to. The, um, gets over to the necklace. I'll say, give me a sleight of hand check. I'll say she already failed her perception check. Good enough sleight of hand. You'll be able to rip it off. Wow.
5: I rolled a nat one, but I will use my 19 portent roll.
4: <laughs> Get the fuck out. Get the fuck what out. What is his
7: Get sleight done. of hand?
5: Plus 13. <laughs> oh, oh my God. She got so a, 32. a
7: 32.
3: Um, Moonshine, Handy Andy scrolls up there, pulls, <laughs> the necklace off of Theala uh, you see she reacts what? What? what how did you do that what? how how um, Handy
5: Andy bring him back to Bev
3: <laughs> Handy Andy scrambles over to Beverly you've been tricked by the crick <laughs> <laughs> wow unbelievable um, <laughs> she is going to uh, you're on the same side as um, you're with Hard One and Balnor and everybody right
5: I'm with hard one. yeah, hard one, Pop. Okay.
3: She's gonna use a legendary action at the end of your oh. turn. Okay, maybe scratch everything I just to did. once again, uh, do her arcane mist. Um, go ahead and give me deck saving throws.
6: D sixty4.
5: Me and Pop both fail.
6: 27. Uh, that passes hard one.
3: Uh, you take half. you take 42. Oh my good Lord. Um, Moonshine, you take 85. I'm down. <gasps> you see, Balnor also goes down. So, Balnor, Moonshiner down. That is the Angel's turn. I guess we'll keep swinging on Hard One, it was right there with Hard One. 19 is the highest roll, misses on both attacks.
2: Yeah. Thank God.
3: <laughs> At the end of the Angel's turn, though, uh, she is going to take a swing as Ulfgar down on you, Hard One, right. uh, with an axe and
4: crits. Why don't I use uh, my final luck point to see if oh, he rolls lower? Oh, that's
3: not a bad idea. Okay. Still hits. 31 damage.
4: Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm I'm down.
3: Hard one goes back down. Hard one's down. Balnor's down. Moonshine's down.
6: What? Oh. Oh boy. Uh
3: Bev. That is your turn.
6: Uh can I take a look at um this gem in my hand now? Yeah. Can I do an insight to see like how powerful the, prisoning magic, definitely. is definitely yeah, cool. Uh, that's just a fifteen,
3: a fifteen. Um, Bev, this is very strong magic that that you probably could not have broken not too long ago. But you are a titan of Bohemia. You could smash this thing with some divine magic.
6: You mean like a smite? Yes,
3: I would essentially let you make an attack. And do a religion check.
6: Well, um, first and foremost, let's go ahead and use a bonus action spell. Uh, I'm going to cast Aura of Life um, so that everyone can get back up. ooh hoo -hoo. Okay. Until the spell ends, the aura moves with you. It's a 30-foot radius. Uh, Each non-hostile creature in the aura has resistance to necrotic damage. Uh, Hit point maximum can be reduced. In addition, non-hostile living creatures regain one hit point when it starts its turn in the aura with zero hit points. So um, I don't know if I can heal everyone but I feel like I can try and get this aura up so everyone can stand up again and then I think I've got a friend who might be able to help me heal uh, so I I hold this gemstone up and I kind of speak to Erlen and hope that he can hear me and I say hey Erlen I don't know if you remember that first jamboreen we went to when we were both trying to learn our green teen healing spells. I wanted that patch so bad and I just couldn't figure it out. But then you came over and you showed me the way and you taught me the words. And then I hold my hands up wide and then I clap them together as I scream, touch
7: hands! <laughs> <laughs> Dope.
3: Um, go ahead and give me a religion check with
6: advantage. That's a 19. I'll use my inspiration. Okay. I All still right. have that. It's a 19 plus nine. That's going to be a 28.
3: Bev, as you um, use the inspiration that you got from the prayer wall, and as you speak to Erlen, you see blue energy uh, swirl around you, and as it passes by like your ear, you hear Erlen... Saying the same thing, going, "Touch hands!" Yes. Um, you clap your hands together and there is a crash of light. You see the gem shatters. And when the dust clears, you see a um, extremely exhausted Erlin um, is laying there on the ground and goes, "Dude,
6: is that you? It's me. Dude, here. Eat this. I give him a sticky bun. Uh, he takes the sticky bun. He takes a deep
3: bite. It's um, covered in good berry jam. Bev, you see Erlin looks extremely exhausted. Mechanically, he has four levels of exhaustion, so he only has half his speed and stuff. He only has half his hit points. Um, looks pretty injured, um, but he looks over and he sees the Ala, and he's like, I'm here, dude. I'll heal him. We're doing this. Uh, I put my amulet around his neck. As you lean in to put it around him, he pulls you in close and gives you a big kiss. I kiss him back. Pushes you back, and he's going to cast a mass cure wounds. Oh, oh, oh! Erlen can choose up to six creatures, so he's going to just heal everybody. Uh, everybody gets. Even Papa? Even <laughs> um, Everybody gets 30 HP. Nice. I don't know how many of those I have left, dude, but
1: happy to help.
3: <laughs> uh, you see Erlin uh, looks over at you, hard one, as you stand back up. Uh, he looks extremely fucked up, uh, just like hair drenched and matted, just been in like a prison forever. And he gives you a crooked thumbs up and he goes, hey, Scoutmaster, <laughs> Jamboree is back on.
5: <laughs>
4: yes, it is. I give him a perfect Thumbs up for the first time in my fucking life.
5: Everybody
6: looks fucking shocked. What is he doing
5: with his thumb?
4: Is it what broken? What
5: happened in those bushes with Shivel, huh? I
4: I died and I came back like
6: this. <laughs> Did the break your thumb? Why is it so straight? <laughs> we'll fix it. We'll cast a greater restoration after <laughs> the battle. What does it mean,
5: Hardwon? <laughs> I don't understand it anymore. I uh, jammed
6: my hand
3: into my pocket. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Erlen is going to play it smart. He only has half his movement uh, because he's uh, very slowed down. He is going to position himself in a spot where essentially if she wants to attack him, she has to only go after him to kind of like nice. save himself from getting hit. So he kind of goes in the middle between everybody. Uh, so Erlin uh, like looks super tired and messed up, but he can still cast his spells. He's still uh, helpful. Uh, that is back around a hard one's turn.
4: I guess I stand up after having been knocked out and brought back uh, so many times. I use my hammer to get up and I say, you see the how many times I fall and and I get to keep on fighting. And you know what? You know what I have that you don't have? Is friends. You really, you really got to have friends by your side. And you're standing here all by yourself.
1: Yeah, you're damn right. You, you don't got shit on the hounds.
4: I start snarling oh, like oh. a dog.
3: <laughs> you see, Erlen looks confused.
1: This is this a thing we do? We park yeah, it's now? A thing, it's a thing. Erlen. Yeah, we okay. park. It's cool.
5: Get in or get out, you know?
6: <laughs> Snarl.
5: Wise up or wise out. <laughs> yes. Moonshine, right, okay.
1: are you mad at me?
5: <laughs> no, sorry. I just died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no,
1: no, no. no! Yeah, I was in a jam. I'm pretty pissed off, too. Yeah, right? You know? <laughs> I'm pretty pissed. You want to
5: yell at each other, Moonshine? Mark, my friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he punches you.
4: <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to take my attacks with the minus five to plus ten. Wow. Up, miss a beat? And I'm going to attack recklessly. Oh, yeah. That's a 25 to hit. Uh, that hits. Another 25. Hits. That is a crit. That's an 18. Oof. Shout out to the two crew.
3: You know, you got to miss sometimes.
4: You got to miss sometimes. <laughs> and I also did crit again. Wow. That is 172 <laughs> damage. I will never not bring you up.
3: Good <laughs> Lord, my friend. Um. You see, this version of her, while more powerful, appears to be less stable. You see, she begins like shifting forms more rapidly. She begins to like kind of lose her corporeal form a little bit, like the flashes of radiant light are like a little bit wavy. But then that is her turn.
4: You can bring me down again if you want to. <laughs> you can't do anything to me that hasn't happened a hundred times before. <laughs>
6: I guess if you had sex with him, that's only happened once. Knock it off, Bev. <laughs> that happened 35 hard? times. Wait,
2: dude,
6: that was 30 fucking five. Wait, Scoutmaster, <laughs> you got laid, man. Oh yeah. You got Congrats. laid. Hard one first
1: time. Good job.
4: <laughs> yeah, cool. Keep it chill. I tap early up like <laughs> <laughs> A gentleman never tells about all the sex he had. He's told us several times.
3: Um hard one, go ahead and give me a opposed strength check.
4: Ooh. Which yours like plus one. <laughs> uh, it's a 19. 19.
3: Okay. She gets a 38. <laughs> Ooh, you see? Jesus
4: Christ.
3: She Ooh. grabs you by the throat. If you oh, won't stay shit. down, I will just have to put you down. And she goes over to the side of the platform and she throws you with such velocity that she breaks the fabric of the plane itself directly under the platform you see that the material plane shatters and warps to be the corrupted version of melora's demiplane this dark place with a glowing divine heart in the center the heart of the world hard one you land next to the heart you see telaine is there she reacts for a split second um but then closes her eyes and maintains concentration trying to help Melora. She's like meditating there. You see, she flickers in and out of existence. It looks like she's going to have to essentially give up her corporeal form as well. And you see, Theala shows up in the plane with you and she goes, Perhaps this world is already lost. Yes, I will destroy it and build a new one. Uh, She shrieks and lets out an aura of radiant light that further shakes and disturbs the world. You see tendrils of yellow energy shoot out from Melora's divine heart and struggle to keep the world together. You see Tulane completely disappears as she fuses into the divine heart, strengthening it. You are surrounded by tendrils of yellow energy now, pulsing, holding on, trying to keep the world together. And as everything shakes, moonshine, Bev, Erlin, you guys feel yourselves like flashing kind of in and out of Melora's demiplane and you guys can absolutely get to Theala, but first she has two more attacks. Um, so she uh, swings into you, hard one, trying to like push you back into Melora's divine heart. 28 to hit. It does. Ooh, shout out to the two crew. 21 to hit. That, oh wait, no, that hits. That's
0: <laughs>
4: God damn it. Come
3: on, two crew.
5: Plus <laughs> Next two 19 crew. to hit. Goodness. Wow. You
4: Goodness. take
3: fifty damage.
5: I have plus ten to hit. <laughs> uh,
3: I
4: am I'm down yet again. Knocks you
3: knocks you back down. Um that is Balnor's turn. Hard one. The last thing you see as you start to fade is Balnor in this uh demi with you, hops off of the platform of the gods and starts charging up to Theala. It's gonna take his swings.
4: Hell yeah, brother!
3: Hits once, <laughs> hits once for fourteen damage. She shrieks and staggers forward. Looks pretty messed up, but still very much alive. That is Moonshine's turn.
5: So I'm in this demi plane with everyone. You can
3: you can absolutely get there. Yeah. Oh. Hey,
5: Erlen. Yeah. Hey, Erlen. Yeah. Uh, here's a deal. I feel like I got to go down there and save Balnor's life. If Balnor dies, and I do a cool spell that's fun but not necessarily healing him it will be on my shoulders
3: you see Erlen looks at you so serious uh huh I've got him nobody's gonna die
5: are you totally sure I promise because you
3: Scoutmaster Moonshine I am also
5: cool to just spam heals <laughs> you and I can both just like absolutely heal it's just the question of how I use my high level spells
3: he gives you the green teen salute Scoutmaster Moonshine I am the healer <laughs> <laughs>
5: Okay, Erlen. You are Um, relieved. I will go down there um, wherever they went with Pawpaw. Paw is going to go ahead and make an attack with advantage. He misses.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Falls upside down. Trying to bite the tendrils of energy.
5: I do my spores, my final spores, and then I turn into an adult gold dragon.
7: Oh, my (laughs) God.
5: Thank you, Theola. I got to be honest. I thought I was on spamming you with cantrips duty, but y'all giving me the opportunity to turn into a gold, a gold dragon.
3: You see, as Tulane disappears, the spiritual successor appears and a gold dragon appears behind Balnor. Goodness, we got to let our girl shine. Um, so I'm going to say she threw hard one. Forward. So Hard One is on one side. She turns towards um, Balnor and Moonshine the dragon um, and is going to use two legendary actions to do the arcane breath on you again.
5: Well, now I got all the hit points in the world. Yeah,
3: go ahead and give me a dex saving throw, Moonshine.
5: I got a 25.
3: That doesn't do it. Oh,
5: oh.
3: <laughs> oh heartbreak. Um, You take 73 damage. Uh, okay. You see yeah, Balnor-, Balnor goes down, but you are still up. You are. Uh, you see this arcane breath that looks very much like it's mimicking a dragon's breath. Um, uh, just dragon on dragon as us, this gold dragon, uh, stare down Theala.
5: Papa also fails. He goes down.
3: Papa goes down. That is the angel's turn. The angel is going to swing this guy. at Bev. <laughs> I'm still here. Everyone forgot. Oh, uh, go home. Hits once for 31 damage. Okay. Um, at the end of the angel's turn, uh, is just going to take a crack, takes like the Ulfgar form and swings an axe at you, Moonshine. Uh, 30 to hit, hits you for uh, That
5: hits. My armor class is now. Oh, actually, I think shape change says that you take the higher stat. Got it. So Great. it's 20.
3: <clears throat> okay. Um, you take 31 damage, Moonshine.
5: Nat 20 on my concentration roll, so I'm Woo! still dragging.
6: Um, That is Bev's turn. Is Erlin still uh, outside of Melora's realm, or is he in there?
3: Yeah, you guys are both, like, up on the platform. You guys can, like, jump down and get there in a turn easy. I turn to
6: Erlin, and I say, It's really good to see you, dude. We tried to pull a prank on Denny, and it went so bad. We really needed your strategic mind for it. Next time, it sounds hilarious. <laughs> Did you make sure to board up any windows beforehand? <laughs> <laughs> See, again, that is the sort of acute mindset. Yeah, you gotta be safe with your goofs, man. I always he tell went, you. He went right through the window, unfortunately. Uh it's a good thing I had featherfall, but like really you gotta be there next time. We're gonna we're gonna play so many great goofs. We're gonna dude.
3: play so many goofs, we just gotta get through this. We gotta get through this. Are we going? He holds his hand up to take your hand.
6: Let's do it, man. Come uh, on, dude.
3: You guys uh, hold hands and you mm-hmm. jump off the platform, the Court of Gods, uh, and land in Melora's demiplane. Uh, Bev, you have your turn.
6: Awesome. Um, so, just so y'all know, my aura is back up in this area. So anyone that's down will go back up with one HP. Dope.
0: Um, Papa's back up.
5: Ooh,
6: uh, it, take, it happens on their turn. But okay. Yes. okay. So, <laughs> so you see Papa's leg twitch.
0: Spicy little
6: rodent.
5: <laughs> Can't get this rodent down.
6: I feel safe now that Erlen's here. And I think that I'm going to use uh, one of my higher level divine smites. Sweet. uh, To try and take her out. Cool. So um, I'm going to do my attacks. Great. 27 hits. 27 does hit. Okay. This is going to be a fourth level necrotic smite. Wow. Uh, Yeah. You
3: see the power of uh, Lord Stormborn's sword horde. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
6: so with a fourth level divine smite I do 56 damage on my first hit oh
3: yes staggers back lets out a powerful yell Uh, you see the world shakes around you and the tendrils of energy coming out from the divine heart try to hold the world together but everything is shaking I will destroy
6: this plane if need be we will build anew everything is fine just the way it is And by fine, I mean extremely messed up and bad. But we're going to do the work to make it better. And we don't need you here for that. So you can go wherever it is that old gods go when they die and aren't needed. Yeah, get husked. (laughs) Get husked. (laughs) Get husked. Get husked. Get husked. Get Get your ass
1: in the husk. Get your ass in the husk.
6: (laughs) I high five Erlen. Um, I'm going to try and do... I haven't done a spell this turn, so I'm going to try and use... Vanishing smite. Okay. Which is a fifth level smite.
3: Damn. Okay.
6: That's a twenty-eight to hit. You hit. Um. That's another fifty-two damage. Damn. So here's the wording: If this attack reduces the target to fifty hit points or fewer, you banish it. She is not quite
3: there yet, but she is. Ah. Quite, she is within like humanoid levels of hit points. She is beginning to, yeah, she's beginning to just like lose her form. She's just becoming like a mass of radiant energy. Okay. I tried to husk her, but it didn't quite work. Um, that is Erlen's turn. Erlen is going to do a bonus action mass healing word. Um, He's going to up to six creatures of your choice. So, uh, everybody. He gives everybody. Uh, he'll do it at a fourth level because he's got more fourth level slots. But he does not have any more fifth to do you Mask Your Wounds. Hey, babe, why don't you
6: take a gander at that amulet, too? <laughs> oh. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> so, nine
3: HP to everybody. Oh, nice.
0: That's good for Papa. Now Papa is back up.
3: Erlin is going to go. Cool idea. I'm actually super exhausted and I have half of my maximum hit points. So I'm just going to roll over here and hide if that's okay with
6: everyone. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, do you want my shield? Huh? No, I'm okay, babe. Uh hey everybody. Um just the jemberin's back on. Remember?
5: It's back, <laughs>
7: super on, baby. back on It's
6: back on. <laughs> it's so back on. It's so back on. It's man.
5: super back on. I get
6: really defensive. I'm like, "Nobody touch him, all right?" Okay? <laughs> he had a fucking rough day. Everyone just back <laughs> off. Give him space.
3: <laughs> he moves out of the way. She once again is going to take her arcane um, uh, breath. Uh, What does everybody get on their deck saves?
5: 24 for moonshine. That's not going to do it. No. And paw doesn't do it either.
6: Okay. I'm not going to do it either. Okay. Um, I got a 28 plus 32. Jesus. Yes, you pass. Um, You guys all take 73 damage. Can I split my damage again since I would be taking zero. It's not going to help many people. I think
3: Balnor is pretty much down no matter what. Hard one's pretty much down no matter what. That's correct. It's pretty much not going to help.
5: Yeah, it's good for you to stay up. You can do damage and heal.
3: That is back up to hard one's turn. Hard one, go ahead and give me a death saving throw.
4: Gladly. Shout out to the two crew. Yikes. I'll use my last indomitable. Okay. That's a 15.
1: Okay, yeah. great,
3: you pass. Woo, got okay. um, That is Dialla's turn again. Dialla is going to- Greedy. Swords out, take some swings on Moonshine the dragon. That's a nat one.
5: This might be the first <laughs> time <laughs> she missed. You absolutely fail. She
3: fails. Second one is a 22 to hit.
5: Uh, it does hit.
3: Um, Moonshine, you get hit by one of the swords and one of the Ulfgar axes- each one, uh, one of them is
6: 25, and one of them is 28. Drink it in. You're hitting against the savior of the dragons. You don't stand a <laughs> dang chance. Um, that is
3: Balnor's turn. Balnor is out. Balnor makes a death save. Balnor passes. There that we go. is um, end of Balnor's turn. She is reset. She's going to do her fucking thing again. Um, everybody give me deck saves.
4: Not I.
5: Oh, this time I got 31.
3: That certainly passes. 22. Okay. Um, Bev, you take full. You take 70. Okay. Um, Moonshine, you take 35. Uh, that is Moonshine's turn.
5: Oh, come on. Just fucking hit. Does a 21 hit?
3: No. Ugh.
5: Does a 29 hit?
3: Yes. Yes.
5: And does a 25 hit? Yes. Okay. Okay. <gasps> Forty two plus twenty-four spores.
3: Moonshine. <gasps> yes. Finish her.
5: Yes. I'm gonna fucking eat her. <laughs> <laughs> Holy
6: <laughs> fuck,
7: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> I eat her and I fucking take my time like I'm at a restaurant and they're trying to give me the check, but I want to hang out a little longer.
1: Good god. You guys see Moonshine just
3: lunges, just unhinges her jaw, swallows the ala hole. You see this ball of radiant light inside Moonshine's dragon stomach, flashes, flashes flashes, and then there is an explosion of radiant light that rocks the world. You see, Moonshine, you come out of dragon form. You are knocked back, but you I are-
5: puke up radiant puke.
3: You barb oh, no. everywhere, radiant puke everywhere.
5: What? what did I eat?
3: So you guys are not quite out of the woods yet. Um, what? Okay. Yes. What? Uh, after the light settles- Uh, You see that the world around you continues to shake. In fact, Uh. it gets more violent. You look in the center of it all and see that the heart of the world... Uh, melora's divine heart has cracked and the yellow tendrils that were coming out of it appear to weaken and slack it looks that um even with the defeated the world is still set to end you saw this in the previous timelines that alana showed you a battle of gods on the material plane will destroy it um and you guys see your own pieces of the divine heart glowing in your chest
5: Okay, but Hardwon and Balnor are still out, right?
3: Yeah, you see Erlin uh, looks out. Uh, he sees that Balnor's down. He runs over. He'll go ahead. Erlin's
5: exhausted, right?
3: He is exhausted, but I he I go ha-
5: over to him and I cast uh, Greater Restoration. Oh, hey, little thing! It's good to have you back, youngin. Oh, thanks,
3: Scoutmaster. Uh, he gives <laughs> he gives you a hug, um, and as he leans in, you give him a cleansing touch, and you see his hair was like all matted. He was like sweaty in a way where he was like sick, um, and you see the sweat kind of goes away, and the color kind of comes back to his face, and his hair gets like fluffy and curly again.
5: Just making uh. sure you look good for your boyfriend, you know. His freckles are <laughs> beaming. Thanks. <laughs>
3: Thank you, Moonshine. He's gonna go over and cast Cure Wounds on. Actually, you know what? He'll just go ahead and do another Mass Healing Word and bring up um, Balnor and Hard One. Uh, but yes, you guys see <sighs> world shaking violently around you. Hard One, you wake up. You might not even know that Theala's dead. You just see <laughs> what did I miss? Just cataclysm just
1: shaking
4: everywhere.
5: Hard One, with your final swing, you took out
7: Theala. <laughs>
6: Yet again. I fucking knew it, team. Where, uh, where is she though? I'm like wiping Moonshine's mouth off to get the last bits yeah, of fiala away.
5: Radiant <laughs> spittle <laughs> dripping from my mouth.
6: Yeah, she just smithereens, bud. You absolutely
5: destroyed her. Yeah, it was awesome. That freaking axe of yours is cool, but you're even cooler.
4: <laughs> Guys, you can you can butter me up all you want, but I know we did this as a
5: team. Yeah. <laughs> Of course. Uh. Well, um I think Harwon Balnor you all got that Oh, Papa as well. Papa, you're <laughs> back up.
3: Yeah, Papa's back up. Uh oh, the mass healing word hit him as well.
5: Papa, I know that you've grown quite fond of Malora's power living in your <clears throat> concave chest, but I I was wondering if you would part ways with it for the sake of Malora. Rare. <laughs>
3: Uh, you see papa puffs his chest out uh, and you see a little glowing yellow light begin floating out from him towards the heart of the world in the center of all of this
5: oh, what a selfless little gentleman except when it comes to food <laughs>
4: <laughs> eats almonds I got food food aggression just like me
5: <laughs> um I guess that yeah I do the same I I was only ever borrowing this Malora, And honestly, you know, you know what? I was only ever borrowing this Tulane. So I send it back to Tulane.
3: Moonshine, your piece of the divine heart floats out from your chest and joins the heart of the world.
5: And I think I whisper into it, Tulane, I wasn't kidding about bringing dragons back.
4: Uh, you know, I don't know if it's entirely necessary, but uh, I'm gonna pop my shirt and see if this thing will float out of me like that. <laughs> Hard one. Needlessly
3: pops his shirt. You see, Balnor just goes, "Ah, oh, come on, man." <laughs>
4: I'm not sorry.
3: <laughs> uh, your piece of the divine heart floats and joins the heart of the world,
6: seeing our powerful and intelligent leader Papa offer up his heart. Uh, I know that I must do the same. <laughs> I uh, I walk forward and I uh, unbutton my my shirt a little bit. You can pop that full thing. You don't guys worry. don't you guys don't need to <laughs>
3: pop them. I don't think mine just came out. Just one more button, maybe. Just one more. No, nope, mm-hmm. you don't need uh, to. I'd
6: drop the top of my overalls. <laughs> <laughs> Erlen, what do you think? One more button? Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Okay, we'll do one more. I show off my three chest hairs uh, to Malora and the world. Holy shit! Two of those are new.
5: <laughs> I think he got him during the fight, honestly. <laughs> it was that bonus action revivify.
6: Yeah, it's that elder champion. It gives me two <laughs> chest hairs and 10 HP every round. Um, yeah, I, I approach the heart of the world, and I say, this power was always meant for everyone. And Melora, now that you have come to embody the world, so too shall this power be granted to all those who need it.
3: Bev you and Balnor give up your pieces of the divine heart and you see that it seals the crack. And not only is Melora's divine heart restored, it's strengthened. Hmm. It has not been in one piece since Melora and Tulane split it long, long ago. You have quite literally left the world a better place than you found it. <laughs> yes.
5: Are, are Melora in Tulane one now?
3: Yes, you kind of feel... You see, Melora mm. does not return to her corporeal form, nor does Tulane, um, but they don't need to. You just feel their presence protecting the realm in an even more meaningful way now.
5: Isn't that beautiful?
3: And you guys see the tendrils of yellow energy come out again from the strengthened heart, and you also see from below you deeper down in the mountains streams of blue light begin flying up towards you you all gave up your power so that the world would have the power to heal itself and you feel quite literally the new power of the people of bohemia flowing past you and joining the heart of the world The stream of blue light, the inspiration you felt from the prayer wall, the manifestation of Bahumia's faith, hope, and love, joins the divine heart and strengthens it. The tendrils of yellow energy join the blue and turn to green, restoring Melora's demiplane from this twisted version to the colors of nature. And as the energy passes over you, you feel the love of your friends who were wishing you well before and during your fight. Hard one. You like Cobb because he's quick with a joke. He likes you because you're quick with a laugh. Jaina sees you as a younger brother and she's proud of you. Nerman is just proud of the fact that he got to like you before everyone else did.
0: <laughs> oh.
3: You say that you keep your walls up Uh, But your mother already knows you and loves you deeply, and Shivel is looking forward to hanging out again. (laughs) (laughs) Moonshine, you asked Meemaw if some people were once in a timeless body lifetime, and she said yes. When she said that, she was thinking of you, the second coming (coughs) of her headstrong rebellious sister Maribel and the first coming of the unique, wonderful, brilliant individual that is you. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> Anyone would be proud of a child who turned into a demigod, but Lucanus just wants you to come back so you can do magic together. Pendergreens, for the first time in his life, has a friend, a best friend, and he hopes you can come back to hell soon so you guys can, quote, just, you know, kick it or whatever, maybe own some knobs. <laughs> I,
5: don't, I don't even understand what he said, but, I mean, the emotion's <laughs> coming through. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And Jaina is really looking forward to hanging out again.
5: Hey, what's (laughs) up? Yeah, I know she is.
3: (laughs) Beverly, uh, Cran and Durlin feel blessed that they got to grow up with you and that their kids will get to grow up with you as well. Your dad is proud that you followed his lessons better than he did, and you did it all while being kind. Your mother doesn't worry about you because you found such nice friends. Mm -hmm. Egwene loves you and wants you to come back safe. And next to you... In the real world, you feel Erlen hold your hand as you watch this all in wonder. You guys see the realm stabilizes, and Melora's demiplane fades. You guys are back in the court of gods, still in the sky of Bohemia, but it is no longer raining. You look down and see that the tremors and earthquakes have stopped too. The Allah's cataclysm has ended. You feel a slight breeze, and it is all the makings of a beautiful day, except the sun is still hidden behind the clouds. You all see on the platform, the platform of the Court of Gods, the unconscious, still breathing bodies of Ulfgar and Alannis.
0: Oh,
5: thank Malora! I was literally going to yeah. make a joke about how I spit <laughs> up two gems. They,
3: <laughs> they look like they've been through hell. Like they've had, they were a little different than Erlin. Like Erlin was trapped and kept in a prison for a long time. These two have had their power drained by Thiala, but it looks like they will recover. They look like how Balnor did after the raised dead. So they're just out, but they're breathing. You see steady breaths as their chest rises.
8: Oh, good.
5: I mean, should I hit them with a greater restoration right now as well? It will be the end of my spells. I'm trying to understand if I, that would be ill-advised.
6: Why do not she let Hard One get this one? He's got a little healing left.
4: I feel in I feel in my uh, in my satchel, and I've got <laughs> I've got a, a hardcover book, uh, and I I take a knee and I open it up for the first time in my life, uh, and I read a passage. <laughs>
3: Hard one, go ahead and give me an intelligence check with advantage. Thank God
4: <laughs> see do I get, do I get any of Bev's Beb stuff right now? Uh, no, no. <laughs> Okay, it was a 12.
3: Okay, a 12's not bad. that that makes sense. It's above 10. Hard one. <laughs> you struggle, but you get through the words table
4: of contents <laughs> this reading thing isn't so bad
5: <laughs> yeah. you're yeah, doing just great don't do it in excess though it's like anything else you do it too much it saps the life from you
4: <laughs> I hold the book up i don't know moonshine this book doesn't
1: seem very biased <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, li- a literal book by paladins on how to kill devils <laughs> yeah they tell it from both sides
7: bipartisan
3: <laughs> So, hard one. you uh, use this power, um, the power of reading. <laughs> uh, you uh, <laughs> use the lay hands from within the book and are able to heal and stabilize Ulfgar and Alanis. Again, much like Balnor before, these guys are still out, but you see they breathe easier and um, they're going to make it. And you guys also see near Alanis and um, Ulfgar, you see Theala... Is gone, but you see two glowing divine hearts. These floating yellow rocks emanating with power. One that once belonged to the devil Asmodeus and one to the god Pelor. What do you Mm -hmm. guys do with the last divine hearts? Dibs. Well,
5: (laughs) yeah, I hold Papa back. (laughs) No, Papa, you got a taste for it. Now you want it. I get it. I mean, I I think I look to Bev because Pelor is his his god and I would, you know, I'm not his follower, but I would be honored to return what's his to him. But you, you are his follower and I want you to, I want you to choose. A,
6: a part of me feels like this much power is a dangerous responsibility, but part of me just wants that old light back, that classic light that got me to where I am. A part of me wants to know that that's there again. A part of me wants to feel the sun shining down and just that that warmth that feels like summer in your childhood again. Maybe it's selfish, but I think it's okay to want that.
5: I mean, I think it's okay to keep some things the same if you change other things. And... From my experience, in knowing you, Palor did a lot of good through you, so I, yeah. I would not be anxious to return that power. Yeah, maybe...
6: I know that Theala said that there was a danger in letting the wheel continue to turn, but a wheel moves forward
0: also a
5: wheel is pretty elegant design so you know yeah, you don't need flawless. to you can kind of mm-hmm. just upgrade it sometimes
6: and also if you cast fly on the wheel then yeah. then you've got an airship and that's yeah. pretty cool hey i love
4: circles besides uh <laughs> <laughs> i don't think we need to follow any of the fucking advice yeah yeah
5: that's true, true. enough yeah. she got eaten by a dragon i mean slain by hard one <laughs>
6: she what <laughs> <laughs> she got beaten by hard one that's what we said <laughs> moonshine <laughs> keeps belching and i'm
4: Really trying to fucking understand why.
5: <laughs> I keep burping up radiant bubbles. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Look, there goes another little circle.
5: <laughs>
6: ah, beauty everywhere. Um, you guys offer up
3: this first divine heart to Pelor and see that it floats upwards into the sky, up, 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 until it disappears behind a cloud. You can still see its glow from behind the gray clouds until it expands and you see the sun breaks through the clouds you can just make out the silhouette of a buff tan Santa Claus (laughs) in the sky great job Beverly you've done your part now let
6: me do mine it's five o'clock somewhere baby
5: Your god is a pro wrestler.
6: (laughs) (laughs) My god is an awesome god. (laughs) The
3: sun shines out from behind the clouds, and you guys see flowers begin to bloom from the earth deep below the court of gods.
5: Look at that. A little do-si-do from Melora and Pelor. A little Pelora action. The sun shining on the earth.
4: No one pick a flower.
5: Ah, Beverly. I was wondering if you could commune with Pelor or reach out to your dad in Shadowfell because I was thinking after we destroy the Hellfire Crown that there will be a throne. I think that the lady that your dad follows could maybe turn it into something uh, really helpful for a lot of people. Could, could turn it into a place that I wish Maribel had first gotten sent to.
6: Are you suggesting that we turn the One Hells into a sort of seat of penitence where, where folks can go and
5: yeah, be it judged? Seems, it just seems like when we were there, the reason we kept it around was because there were a lot of good people who made bad deals, sometimes for unsavory reasons, but we didn't want to just get rid of that. So... It seems like, it seems like she's got something going on that really helps people.
6: Change, change for the better. Yeah, we've given the world a second chance. I think all those lost souls deserve one too.
5: Yeah, I just um, think of the dead eyes and the Maribels and yeah. I just want to know that they will go somewhere that they will be received favorably.
6: Can I use Balnor as a dad um, kind of channeling device to get like a three-way call? Sweet dad to dad action. Absolutely. I'm going to say
3: like you guys, literal like streams of energy around you. um, (laughs) Yeah. You absolutely, like, Balnor goes,
1: what? What are you talking about? Oh, hey, Beth. <laughs> Good to see you, bud.
5: Oh, I could also just put the thinking cap on you. <laughs>
6: Great hustle out there. No, this is
1: fine. This is I'll, way easier. I'll
2: take
6: Balnor for a sec. <laughs> okay. Hey, Dad, Um, we're wondering if you could talk to uh, the Dusk Mother and if she could talk to Pelor, um, about maybe uh, a bit of a promotion for her. You, you thinking about taking... Her operation to the to the outer planes, making her a full deity. We think it's time for prime time for uh the Dusk Mother. We think she's got what it takes. We think she's got the chops. It's either a promotion or a favor, we're not entirely sure.
4: <laughs> we're
5: not entirely sure, but it does come from come with a divine heart, but one that belonged to a devil.
4: Pros <laughs> <laughs> um, and cons.
3: Um so you guys do you guys do know that like um, she does have some type of divine heart, like she was like born of the gods. But you also know that she lives in like a weird pocket plane that is off from Shadowfell, so she is not a full blown deity. So you guys absolutely can help her out majorly with this divine oh. heart and kind of take her take her operation global, like make <laughs> it bigger. Yes,
0: like, girl,
5: I love. A female CEO of hell. Um, so you see,
3: um, Bev Sr. <laughs> looks moved and he looks happy to help out um, you guys through the Dusk Mother. And he goes, I, th- I think whenever, whenever you all are ready, whenever you've sealed away the crown, come to Shadowfell and uh, we can get you in touch with the Dusk Mother.
5: In the meantime, if you could sort of show her some, like, monster truck rallies or something like that, because that's kind of the aesthetic there right Get her amped
4: on on the monster trucks. (laughs) Yeah. He gives you guys
3: a salute, um, and you guys see Returns to Balnor. Ah,
1: I blacked out.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And after a bit, you hear a voice behind you guys who has suddenly just appeared on the Court of Gods Go, you've done it. You have saved us all. Uh, You guys see the person that has appeared here is a woman in a purple robe with long white hair coming out from under her hood.
5: Is that Alanis? You see... purple robe?
3: A smile from under the hood... And she goes, I just can't be mysterious and wizardly around you, can I? You see, she pulls her hood off. Uh, It takes you kind of a second to recognize her, but this is Alanis. She's an elf, so she ages quite slowly. But you see that um, she's definitely old for an elf. You can see... They stay ageless for a very, very long time, but towards the end of their lives, they begin to age. Not like humans, but you can tell that she has been around a long time. And she goes, I have lived nearly a thousand years across many timelines. I have traveled back many times to try to help this world. And we've finally done it.
6: I pat Balnor on the shoulder.
3: (laughs) Uh, yeah I I was there I was there too you see Balnor is looking confused from old Alanis to young Alanis who's knocked out to old Alanis to young Alanis was knocked out
5: I cover young Alanis's eyes
3: (laughs) (laughs) and you see Alanis goes there are two of us one who is native to this timeline and the traveler who came back to fix it I am the traveler I have worked with the Alanis of your time and she has kept my secret. She has many as all good wizards do, but my time is coming to an end and I'm here to finish my life's work. See, she reaches her hand out. It's time to go Balnor. You see Balnor looks confused. What do you mean? She takes a deep breath and gestures to the world around you. At this place, at this time when the hope and the inspiration of the world is a literal source of power, I believe I can cast one last powerful wish. To bring you back to your timeline, to your village and your family, before the attack. You are strong enough to save them now. You see Balnor gets a thousand yard stare and he goes, Bobby, and you see, he looks extremely happy. Um, But then he looks at you guys and he looks sad.
5: It's okay, Balnor. Like all the most powerful things in this world, I knew I was only borrowing you.
3: Balnor just immediately begins crying. And he goes, Are you guys going to be okay carrying your own bags?
6: <laughs> we've yeah. got Butler Blue.
5: Yeah, we've got Butler. And I'll be honest, he's got some training to do to fill those <laughs> shoes.
6: Balnor, thank you so much for being there when we needed you. But there's a boy named Bobby who needs a dad, who needs someone to teach him how to catch the biggest tuna the pond has ever seen (laughs) and to to peel the mayo nuts. And Balnor, uh, be sure to tell him about the hounds, all right?
3: (laughs) (laughs) He looks at all you guys
4: and he smiles and he goes,
3: the first thing I'm going to do when I see my son is tell them all about you guys. I think I've got enough stories for a million bedtimes.
5: Just don't tell them how you broke my heart, huh, Bilnor? <laughs> Back <I start> when it <laughs> was a thing.
4: I start barking like a dog. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he goes, you're damn right. We're the hounds now.
7: <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh!
3: Being your knight was the greatest honor.
5: I think it's time for the knight to go home and be the king.
6: <laughs> Drawing that card was the only time I've ever been lucky. <laughs> uh, Balnor's
3: a fucking mess. He he sobs and he he hugs you and he pulls you in. Um, I hug him. And um, he gives you guys all hugs and kisses. You see Balnor walks towards Alanis, who smiles warmly and rests her hand on his shoulder. He turns to you one last time, and he goes, "I left a letter in the contingency cubby. Why don't you guys read it at next year's Jamboreen so I can so I can be there with you?"
5: I, I think Hard one will actually do the honors on that.
4: One. <laughs> I'll figure it out by next year. I know, it. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm not a fucking hound.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I trust. I trust that you will. Oh 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 oh! oh, oh, oh. oh,
3: oh. <laughs> if you guys are. Ever in the Feywild in an alternate timeline, you guys, <laughs> you guys, stop by, all right?
4: I cry bark now. <laughs>
5: <laughs> we all cry bark. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
3: love you guys.
0: I love you, Balnor.
6: I love you, Dad.
3: You guys see, Alannis takes Balnor's hand. The two travelers are surrounded by blue light and then disappear back to their time.
5: I know that this is all really painful for all of us, but if anyone's trying to sort of put off feeling sadness, just imagine the fucking epic showdown he's going to give the people who try to come to his village. That's going to be a fucking mm-hmm. action movie. Yeah. It's going to be a thrashing, and I wish I could see it.
4: <laughs> yeah. It's a happy
6: ending that uh, that hurts a lot somehow. <laughs> yeah,
5: I know. I know. Action movies always make me cry. <laughs> oh. So over the next few days,
3: you guys reunite with your friends Um Lucanus follows you to the one hells together. You perform the spell ritual that he and Tonathan created to seal away the hellfire crown. You create a magical planar prison that allows pendergrees to seal away and digest the hellfire crown over time. He can regenerate, um, but you kind of have to during the process. Uh, open him up and perform surgery to create an effect in his body and place the hellfire crown there. So you guys have like uh, like a sheet up to cover him almost like he's uh, getting like a C-section or something.
5: <laughs> oh, uh,
3: tell me, does it look
5: bad? How's, how is it? Is it all right? There is so much takeout in here. <laughs> oh, all right, leave that there. Leave that there. He swallowed the utensils that came with the takeout. Whoa, chopsticks.
2: you know Full they chopsticks. give, that,
4: Jesus Christ, they
2: give that to you. They give them to you. Yeah, they give them to you to eat, eat the Kung Pao. Right. You're, you eat the Kung Pao, then you, you eat the you
5: the fortune cookie hole wrapper no, and all.
2: You I
6: still don't know it. how this armor is sweating. It doesn't make sense. Uh, I'm having a hard time, guys. <laughs> uh, Pendergreens wails in pain. <laughs>
3: um, and you guys seal away the crown. And Pendergreens is forever free of its influence. You see... Uh, in fact, he's kind of powered by it. You see the gaps in his black plate that usually look like a dark specter are now red with fire. Uh, he no longer has to wear the crown. It is sealed away.
2: Oh, this looks pretty freaking rad, right? Yes. Yeah. Nice red trim. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? If, I, uh, if, if this thing gets digested in the next like, couple hundred years or so, Moonshine, we can hang out on a material <laughs> plane.
5: I, I was just gonna say, where where do you think you're gonna you're gonna station yourself down in here in hell for a while?
2: Or? Yeah, I think you know while my stomach kind of settles and I let the <laughs> crown kind of go away, I got bad gas right now. I'm not gonna lie a little bit.
7: You had uh, that before, okay, to be honest. Okay.
5: Uh, maybe I'll give you like a month before I plane shift down for a visit. Yeah,
2: you know what? I pretty much exclusively drink uh, Baja Blast and. Uh, <laughs>
5: Oh, Speaking of which, I got you this. I give him like a slurpee,
2: <laughs> oh, slurpee machine.
5: Yeah, and one big cup so you can mix them all.
2: <laughs> Is this magic so you don't need to buy ingredients? It just fills it up with a slurpee whenever you want it?
5: Yeah. It, oh. yep. I'm a wizard. Yep. You
3: see, uh, Pendergreens weeps for the first time <laughs> in his life um, and gives you a tender hug. <laughs> uh-huh. Um,. And then you guys travel to Shadowfell. Um, this is like a couple days later. This is over like the next couple weeks. You convene with Lydia and Bev mom! Senior.
5: <laughs> mom! mom where did you make all that dirty laundry? <laughs>
3: <laughs> this was all in the bag of holding. <laughs> you you really need to get your butler on this. This is insane.
4: <laughs> no, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do
7: it, Mom.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, with the help of Lydia Stormborn and the Stormborn Sworn Horde, um, <laughs> you guys are able to summon the dusk mother and you offer to give her this divine heart to promote her to a greater deity, to look over the one hells. She accepts tears rushing down her cheeks, wetting her wimple, touched touched by your compassion.
5: Ooh, we got a North Pole Daddy-Daughter special going. Yeah. Yeah. We got North-South, you know?
3: And um, with your guys' blessing, the Dusk Mother turns the one Hells from a place of punishment to a place of rehabilitation, a place where people can go to change, and the plane takes on a new name, the Ruby Dawn. (sighs) Wow.
5: (laughs) Sounds about right. Fuck yes.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. And
5: Papa came up with that name.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Papa said it specifically to the deity, and (laughs) she just nodded deeply. Um, You guys see, uh, over the next year, wildlife returns to the healed Bohemia. Seasons change as they once did. People begin rebuilding. Living together, living through this together, has brought the world closer. The Crick Elves return to the Crick, but not alone. They're joined by high elves who prefer nature to libraries, dwarves who have grown tired of the mountains, orcs, halflings, and tieflings. This is an opportunity to start again, Uh, so new cities pop up where the old ones were. They honor their traditions, but they're no longer held back by them. Um, the reconstruction of society is sped up a hundred times over with the help of the floating city of Gladeholm, a mecca of knowledge. The gates are now open to everyone and their power only grows with each new culture that shares its stories. And what do you guys do over the next year?
5: I mean, I definitely want to set up now that you're mentioning Hyle's going to the Crick. I think- We'll definitely set up a little library at the Crick, but I want to make sure there's like a little plaque that says, this is one way to learn. It is not the only way to learn, but it is (laughs) one way to learn.
4: Trust no one.
3: (laughs) Uh, You guys set up a wing of the grandma tree that is a library dedicated to, for kind of the first time, the Crick's... History is written down.
5: Constantly caveated, though.
3: Constantly. (laughs) It's it's honestly hard. So many footnotes. It's hard to read because they keep saying this is
6: not the only way.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Remember the wisdom of the whispers of the winds in addition to these words.
6: (laughs) Yeah, the ink is very blotted because it is so moist at the crick. But, you know, you get the point. (laughs) (laughs) We probably put some air elementals in there to just try and blow (laughs) off the pages. (laughs) I think that erlin and i we probably follow around um moonshine and hard one on sort of a like rehabilitation tour uh yeah, the ruby absolutely. don tour as it were the
5: ruby donathon <laughs>
6: <laughs> and i think yeah we just go around and we for the first yeah. time together get to fill his journal with entries of our own adventures oh.
3: Yeah, after a day of using like Moonshine's druid powers and Bev using his Green Knight powers, Erlin using his powers as a cleric to heal things, um, you guys are like growing a garden in um the outside of the new Iron Deep, which now is not just like stuck directly in the mountain. Um, and and- Hardwon, you are there uh, and you and uh, the other dwarves and the other humans and elves and other people are helping rebuild it as well. After a long day of work, um, Bev and Erlin uh, lay together on the floor of the um, captain's quarters of the Stormborn and write together in their journal. I
5: mm-hmm. think that I'm there as like a chaperone in quotes, which is basically <laughs> just there to make their secret necking more fun.
6: <laughs> Run cover. You like lock the door and make sure that we know that you locked it. I'm always in. like,
5: now don't get too fresh in there. But then I absolutely <laughs> lock the door and go up deck. Yeah.
6: <laughs> no supervision whatsoever. She winked with both eyes. <laughs> wow, that was weird. <laughs> she means well.
3: All right, well, we got to be quick or else she's going to hear us. If you say so. Uh, uh, furiously start making out.
4: Yup, yup, yup. <laughs> so uh, the first thing that I would like to do, um, tell me if I can do this, okay? I just want to make a pit stop in Cord's Great Hall. Just have oh. a, have a beer. I Cheers can play shifty
5: there, probably, right?
3: Uh, yeah, certainly. I mean, you guys have insane clout right now. In- with <laughs> the with the gods as well, I'll even say with the help of like Palor's divine favor, um, you are able to plane shift to Isgard to Cord's Great Hall. You appear in what looks like just the grandest version. ...of a Viking great hall that you can imagine. It's like Princess Joviere's keep was like in The Autumn Court... ...but this is just massive. Just impossibly long wooden tables... Filled with warriors all drinking ale as much ale as they could possibly drink. Um, there's just wrestling matches broken out everywhere. You hear the sounds of war outside big open windows that look out onto fields of battle. You see, up on the walls, there are um, where there would normally just be like animal pelts or things like that, or you know, signs that they've they've gotten these like big trophy kills and stuff. There are giant monster and devil hides and things <laughs> like that, just these unnatural astral monsters and stuff on the walls. And amongst all the chaos and all of the people. Being rowdy in all of the revelry, you see the shape of one man with a hood up sitting at a table by himself in the corner of the room with another spot across from him.
4: I think I feel small for the first time in my life. <sighs> oh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to walk around the table and sit in front of him.
3: You take a seat across from your father. Elias Stormborn. Um, You see he takes his hood off. He looks like the idealized version of himself, but aged about the same time that he died. It looked like he essentially was like a little bit out of shape, like graying a little bit back when he fought Galad, but he has like a strong black beard and black hair, but you see like his face is kind of like aged with wisdom. He looks a lot like you, but you've got a lot of Lydia in you as well. He smiles, and he goes, Didn't think I'd see you until the, till the day you died, boy.
4: Hey, Papa. I'm here a little early.
3: I'm glad. It's better like this. You just stopping by. There was a time when I thought we'd drink and fight and walk these great halls together, but I don't think you want to be here forever. I don't think that's you.
4: Yeah, I don't think so either. But, um, I spent a little time in your skin and, and I just wanted you to know that who knows what I would have done. I might've done the same thing, but your, your hard headedness, I got a piece of that. I got a little bit of mom, a little bit from some people I found but you didn't make a mistake because you did, you did what you thought was right, and and hey, it all worked out.
3: You see he nods, then he pulls out a mug, he fills a mug of ale for you, two mugs of ales for you, and I two mugs... Say, I usually
4: drink two. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, you take that after me as well. Uh, listen, it means a lot that you would say that, but I did make a lot of mistakes, and I'm glad that you're different. I s- sure as hell was not plane shifting to talk to my pop. <laughs> I, if he was here, I'd I'd try to break his neck with a suplex. To be honest.
4: Oh, <laughs> huh? you want arm wrestle? I would. Puts his arm out. Should I roll?
3: Yeah, go ahead and make an athletics check.
4: It's a 33.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you see both of your muscles flex. As you go back and forth, um, you're a little intimidated at first. It's a little bit of that like, it's a little bit of that like, oh, I can't possibly be stronger than my dad and thus I am not stronger than my dad. You start to lose and then you dig deep and you start to overpower him until you press his hand on the table. Um, He got a 29. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, So you guys slam and there's like a big force. It like knocks the ales over. He laughs. And he goes, I'm proud of you for kicking my ass, but I'm more proud of the other things you did. You're not the second coming to me. You're hard one, Shorefoot.
4: You're yourself. Thanks, Dad. I didn't do any of it alone.
1: Walls up. Walls up. Walls up. Walls up. Walls up. (laughs) Walls up. All right. Well, if you ever uh, want to like come by, that would be
2: fine. Yeah, I yeah, uh, we could sure. figure it yeah. out.
4: No, 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 totally. Yeah, uh, and I might, <laughs> cool. I might do that. All cool, because right, it's it's been awesome. And if you to... want to, that's good. Yes, right. I cool. know. uh, uh it is it good to see? Yeah. You sorry. Oh, uh, um,
3: yeah. For <laughs> right. everything. All right. Love, no, love, you're, you're you're All right, love you. Good, love you. Whatever, I love you too. Uh, uh, love you, man. Uh, <laughs> peace uh, pushes uh, you. Uh, I
5: wave. <laughs> hey, uh, hard one. Sorry, so I got a little drunk, so I can't plane shift those back yet. So <laughs> You might want to keep this going. I'll, Holy I'll shit!
7: Need a How many
4: people's here? Ass did you kick? <laughs> the stack of yeah,
7: bodies. moonshine
6: has just been
3: destroying Vikings at wrestling.
6: <laughs> I try to feed Court a berry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You will stay
3: here and be my berry boy.
6: <laughs> uh guys. <laughs> it worked too well.
3: Your dad pulls you in for one last predator handshake. Hell gives yeah. you a hug. Um and you guys plane shift back.
5: Um, Moonshine does uh return the thinking cap to Glade home. Mm-hmm. Uh again. She was only borrowing it. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I sent it through the dry cleaner, so it should be all good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Diwana was killed
3: by the dry cleaner. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're not supposed to get it wet. That,
5: something screamed in there. They said, "I don't know."
3: Um, um, as you give it back, you do hear the voice of Diwana go, "This was not borrowed, Queen of Elves."
5: I guess I'm kind of wondering if maybe you taught me something that was in me all along. And then I guess I would try to like connect to my fungal matrix without it.
3: Yeah, go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw.
5: 33. Yes.
3: (laughs) Moonshine, you feel a connection to all the things around you and more so the people and the things that you've sent your spores out into.
5: So- I can be queen without a crown. Thank you very much, though, Diawana. You have given me confidence and direction, and maybe I needed a little bit of it.
3: Spoken like a true queen. (laughs) Um, You give the crown back to the elves, and the elves once again have their powerful relic and the knowledge of their ancestors. And after a year, uh, it is time... For another green team jamboreen.
8: Hallukalukale oh. is good. Um
3: Kalu-ka-lay. you all returned to Moonstone for oh. the first time since you met there. It's been rebuilt. Yeah. Um, it looks a little different. The bay is a lot bigger. It looks like Theala's Cataclysm probably tore into the mountains and the water kind of rose up and filled it. But it is beautiful again with the help of the druids here. Flowers, fields of tall grass, clear water, the Temple of Malora, here has been rebuilt, as Ooh. has the Hungry Trout Tavern. Um, uh, you see the memorial garden to Mishka has grown in beautifully. Uh, um, the survi- mushroom
5: garden that I made?
3: Yeah, it survived the cataclysm. <gasps> you see there Relentless. are t- two rocks leaning together that form a sort of cave ceiling over it, and under it, beautiful translucent mushrooms grow next to a sign that says "Poisonous, Do Not Eat." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: but try just a little.
3: Your guys, um, I you pocket guys, some. Friends have joined you uh, this time for the jamboree: uh, Erlin, Egwene, Olcob, Mima, Mama, Lucanus, Jaina. Shivel, Luna and her wolves, Cordon, and the crew of the Stormborn, Durlin and Cran, uh, send off their kids, Moonwan and Beverlyn, to join in with the other green teens for their first jamboreen uh, as a young counselor uh, takes them out for a tour of the swamp.
8: Don't
6: worry, your kids are safe with me! You know what? We have to trust him this time. Baby steps, we gotta see if he's grown. Um, You see Cran, grabs
3: the counselor are you a pebble pot you have to tell me if you're a pebble pot <laughs> yeah, my name is lenny pebble pot you see cran just decks him and knocks him the fuck out and she goes all right kids i'm leading the tour uh
4: and-
5: okay that is better than my i was just gonna cast foresight on this <laughs> unfortunate pebble pot
4: better um- to punch him in the face now this i like <laughs> Uh
3: yeah, you see Cran and Durlin uh go out and they lead the green teens in their daily activities. Uh what do you guys do at the jamboree? You're here with all your friends. Before
5: we get to celebrating, I want to make sure I have a clear head. I would like to find uh Mishka Beverly Papa the Second And uh attempt to make my first dragon friend who may be the bridge between the pocket dimension and bringing dragons to the skies of Bahumia. Uh,
3: you see Cordone is there. Uh, Cordone bows and goes, my lady, I believe I can be of some assistance here.
5: Okay, then. Let's go wrangle us a dragon. I think Papa's given me enough <laughs> 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 exercising this.
3: So you guys see Mima and Mama and Lucanus and the other all the adults uh, go off, and um, while the parents are off with the green teens, the other adults like go into the Hungry Trout Tavern uh, to go have a drink, and you guys go to um, the Temple of Melora, which you know is where Shay was, and Shay is the one who had Mishka Beverly Papa II.
5: (laughs) Oh no. As you guys we find
4: bones.
3: as you guys approach the temple stink, you hear shrieking and yells and crashing, and you see Shay um normally looks complete, like one of those people that will just like do yoga, like work out and just like still look immaculate. You see her uh, beautiful silver hair is like all messed up and she looks all sweaty and singed and she charges out of Melora's temple <laughs> and you hear she turns around. And she goes, try to control it. Could, somebody has to be able
5: to control this thing. Hey, Shay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <See>? <laughs> she turns and she sees you guys and she's taken aback. And she regains kind of her cool demeanor. And she goes, oh, hello. It is wonderful to see you all. Welcome back to Moonstone.
5: I heard you had a little problem with a dragon. And I wanted to try my hand at it. Um,
3: You see, she takes your hand and looks at you desperately. And cups <laughs> it in both hands and goes. There
5: was a time when I would have fucking loved this.
3: <laughs> please. <laughs> Help me. This dragon, as it gets bigger, it just acts up worse and worse. This thing is going to be the death of me. I wanted it to protect the village. But Have you it, been
5: keeping it locked up in the temple?
3: I haven't been keeping it locked up in the temple. It's been out in the gardens with me. It's been everywhere. And you see, Cordon goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. A monochromatic dragon out in these gardens? It's too pretty here. It needs to be... Dank. We need a swamp. There needs to be a cave. <laughs> you can't just, you can't just have it out here amongst the flowers. This thing is <laughs> bored. It Needs to hunt.
5: You know what? I got a place full of critters it could hunt. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Moonshine. You and Cordon go into the temple of Malora, and you see Mishka, Beverly Papa the Second, um, this uh, tiny black dragon. <laughs> It's bigger than a hatchling. It's been like a year and a half now. So it's, I would say it looks like it's like a hundred pounds. Um, it's oh. just like a big, a big dog, essentially. <laughs> uh, just this little dragon going around and breathing acid breath on all of Shay's stuff.
4: <laughs> oh.
5: Okay. Um, I take out a little bit of, what do dragons eat? Theala. Yeah, I just take out, I take out a little bit of crawfish, jambalaya. Um, I put it into a little doggy bowl, <laughs> and I say, "Come here, baby! You look absolutely starving."
3: Hard one's mouth waters. <laughs> you see, Cordon goes. They actually they prefer live prey. If
5: all right, I guess I conjure animals.
3: <laughs> you, you conjure animals. Um, what, what do you? What do you make? Just like it, it would definitely eat like a sheep. <laughs>
5: This feels so wrong, but you're
3: making it. It's like fake. It's
5: you're right. You're, you're right. This okay. is like beyond.
3: This is a beyond lamb. Beyond burger. sheep. <laughs> beyond sheep.
5: Actually, sheep. Feel, sheep feels too cruel. Okay. And she, this feels too cruel. I know what I'm gonna do. Um. Uh, I'm going to conjure just a bunch of crawdads.
3: Okay. You, <laughs> ca- you conjure a bunch of um, live crawdads, but they are beyond crawdads because they were created. So yeah. these are not living ones. Um, and <laughs> they make s- bigger
6: crawdads. They're called lobsters.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, and you see um, Mishka Beverly Papa II um uh, descends from the air, uh, comes down, snatches a bunch of them out of like the little water bucket that you've left, and after hmm. eating a bunch of them, looks like a little bit more sated, um, but still just looks like a wild animal. Um, it just looks at you with like a crooked, curious face.
5: Um, I'll reach my hand out to pet him.
3: Go ahead and give me an animal handling check.
5: It's gonna be a
4: twenty-seven.
3: Nice. There we <laughs> <you> go. <laughs> This little dragon hops up into your hands and then like nuzzles itself in your like spores. Like uh, it does, it does not want to be here amongst these like oh, pretty you flowers. you want
5: to be amongst these dank spores? Come here, baby. Come here, baby. This, I agree. This place is a little fancy schmancy. I will take you to where the mud flows like wine.
3: Um, <laughs> nuzzles up uh, with you, um, and like a cat who loves you but will also rip your shit up. Um, this <laughs> dragon joins you, just like perches on you, but uses way too much claw. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but Papa right.
3: just keeps looking nervously at it.
5: I, uh, I pop my head out. Hey, Shay, is it okay if I bring him to the jamboree, and also maybe bring him back to the crick?
3: As long as you take him off my hands, you can <laughs> do absolutely whatever you want.
5: <laughs> All right, girl.
3: Um, you see, uh, Cordon uh, smiles, proudly, um, and he looks up at you, Moonshine, and he goes, I believe from what you've described of this crick, that this creature will be quite happy there.
5: Well, I'd be happy to have him. It is the land of hospitality.
4: Uh, Hard one sort of uh, kicks the dirt and shuffles his feet (laughs) and uh, tugs on Moonshine's sleeve.
5: (laughs) Uh, Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, hard one? (laughs) Uh, uh, uh,
4: I just wanted to ask um, Yeah. Well, here's the thing, um, Moonshine, when, when I left Iron Deep, I, I didn't know where I fit in. And then I met you and you didn't just let me in, you brought me in and you thought I was good.
5: You are good.
4: And I want to keep on living in that world. I want to be a part of the Crick. I, I just want to live next door to, to old Cobb. I want to learn from Mama, And and hell, I want to keep on hanging out with you, so... If if you'll find me a stump.
5: Harwan, I would be honored. You know, Melf actually left a stump. It's a bit of a fixer-upper, but I, I would tend to think that fixing things up is your forte.
4: I saw Melf's stump and I actually thought it was perfect so let's do it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, you saw Melf had a stump right next to Cobb so you could be neighbors with Cobb and live at the (gasps) creek. To fix fixer upper decker.
5: Harwan, I promise you are gonna love our lazy afternoons and our rowdy evenings.
4: (laughs) I truly can't wait.
5: I give him a big hug.
4: I hug her back.
5: Oh, all right, let's go get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank
4: God. Hey, can you conjure up some more of those crawfish?
5: <laughs> yeah, I, con- I conjure up a bunch of crawdads for hard one. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're definitely gonna pinch you if you're not careful.
4: <laughs> I hold my shirt out and sort of like hold them in a in a bag that I've made with just the belly of my t shirt. Do you want to
5: boil them first or
6: no? Okay, you're just putting them right good. in your mouth. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, let's, uh, you know what? How about we all gather out of the fire and one, if you've got a cup and a speaking stone, I think that's all we need. Yeah. I got, I got Can I actually play
5: New Betsy into the speaking stone, into the um, uh, red <laughs> cup? solo cup?
3: Yeah. Um, so you guys all sit around the fire together. Moonshine plays New Betsy. I angle, yeah, I angle the cup right at, at the string. <laughs>
5: yeah, so that we're amplifying the fiddle. Yeah.
3: And hard one, um, after a year of practicing reading, you pull out
6: uh, Balnor's letter.
4: It was actually uh, a year of not reading at all and then three weeks of cramming super, super hard.
6: <laughs> <laughs> he and Papa were in the
4: library for weeks. Rare, <laughs> A regular moonshine.
3: <laughs> hard one, take your hand axe, you cut Balnor's envelope, And you open his letter and you read it out loud to the group around the fire. If you're reading this, I'm dead or (laughs) in a gem or something. Maybe, I don't know. That seems to happen a lot. Anyway, I'm writing this before we face the Allah. And I wanted to thank you. Thank you for giving me a second chance. My world used to be very small. I cared for my family, I cared for my friends, but I didn't worry about the world at large. It took me losing everything to join the fight. And then I met you guys. And you weren't like that at all. You fix things because they need to be fixed. You don't wait until you need it. It isn't about need. You just help because it's right. You taught me that we can't have saved the world, that we have to constantly be saving it. Me after you, you after me. I am so proud of you, but I am proud of myself for the first time, too. Thank you for revivifying my gosh-dang soul and know that I will always be there with you. Whenever you've left a Bud Heavy out in the sun <laughs> and it stays cold, that's me pulling a fresh one from the cooler in the bag. Whenever a gentle breeze swings a rocking chair, that's because I have passed out while you were reading Ulfgargo's Punch. <laughs> Whenever you look up and see a shooting star that might just be one of the shits I took in space, <laughs> Catching fire and hurtling <laughs> through the galaxy. I hope that you all get to leave this world with the same comfort that I had. Knowing that it's in good hands. I love you. Your night. Balnor. You guys all finish reading. And then join your Friends for a drink at the Hungry Trout Tavern.
0: Well, how about that?
3: And everything ends where it began. And that's where we'll end our campaign.
7: Wow! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh my, my goodness. we God.
8: I there cannot go.
5: believe that you just said that sentence. Oh. Of course it was gonna end on that, but holy Malora.
8: A thorny
3: Sweet ass tea. rose for you, brother. Oh my God. Uh, What a journey. Love you guys.
0: some
6: The time has come. It is the end of episode 100. Wow. Which means we have arrived at this fateful moment where we shout out our benevolent council of elders. That is correct. Let's get right to it. Uh, I've got Jake here to join me to help me with this difficult but necessary task. And you
4: better believe I am not wearing a shirt.
6: (laughs) That is right. I popped my shirt for the occasion. I begged him not to, but Mm -hmm. he just wouldn't stop. It couldn't happen. It had to be this way. I'm wearing two shirts to make up for it. Never you worry. (laughs) Um, But before we get into it, I do want to give a special shout out to our Elder Titans. Yes, that is right. We have 14 individuals who have been in the Council of Elders every month since our Patreon began. Day one. And we would like to honor them in a very special shout out. We bend the knee in honor of their Mm. generous and ample support. They're the eldest of all. Here are their names. Remember them. Brad D., Dylan B, Danny P, Steelbreaker,
4: and Scott D. Beardman Dan, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Schubert the Mushroom, Elena C, and Haldor Frostback.
6: Jordan DJ, Jeffrey S, Cutter W, and Andrew M. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. You old ass titans. You are truly the heroes of the realm. You are our new pantheon, I would say.
4: Mm Mm-hmm. That's correct.
6: Well we honor you and your names are inscribed in gold uh, upon the world itself, I would say. that's right. But now it is time uh, finally to honor our esteemed and beloved council members proper. just as important just as important you know, equally so you're also yeah equally also also etched in
4: gold also <laughs> etched in gold. it's just the date it, uh, the dates don't match up but we appreciate you the
6: same. Right. it's Their gold is older. They got that old Mm -hmm. gold. Old gold. your gold, it's fresh gold. It's still good gold. (laughs) It's shiny gold. It ain't fool's (laughs) gold, though. Okay? No sir, no ma'am. I bid it. I'll tell you what. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, Mixologist Michael McD, Balnor's Boy, Michael C, Adam R, and Samuel B. Oh, thank you all so, so much. Thank you.
4: Thank you so much. Thank you. You're the best. Justin I, Jacob C, Elena M, Dana G, and Paul G., Y'all are
6: my G's forever. <laughs> Thank you. To me, you are all Allie G's that hit uh, British comedy show. <laughs> Buya <Booyah>, kasha, gang. <laughs> Damiel R, Destin C, Jive G, David T, and Aaron Sully. I love flying through the skies of Bohemia with all of you fine champions. Uh, it's been an honor and a pleasure. <laughs> Careful of those geese,
4: everybody. <laughs> Sergio Salazar, Solomon Sakarias de Sesuani, Michael L, Trele, the Crafe Jory S, and Matt M. Is that Maddie
6: Big Crits right there? Thank you. You know what? Everyone here is a Maddie Big Crits now. Everyone here right. is a big critter that won't quitter. <laughs> and we're proud of you all. Adam H., Ryan, Angel B., Kelvin Noodles, and Chris R. Truly, every time I go into the Hungry Trout Inn and in Tavern, I buy these five people around because they mm-hmm. deserve it. Yep. And you are going broke
4: because you go there often and they're i are always there. I've got several problems. <laughs> Richard X Machina, Sam L, Troy McC, Drew Nasty, and Nick W. Drew Nasty,
6: you nasty, but so are all of you guys on that COE. Equally nasty. You're just riddled mm-hmm. with spores. And that's just the so side effect funky. of listening to our show, and we're very sorry about it. Mm-hmm. Josh S., Nicholas C., Austin C., Kristen P., and Axel A. You are the rock stars of this realm. Uh, We attend all your concerts. Uh, You are headlining Faechella. I'm sorry nobody told you until now, but you are. But you're Mm going to crush it. We're very excited. You have taken us down to Paradise City. Indeed.
4: (laughs) Mike H., Matthew E., Catherine S., Shadow, and Stefaniku. I thank you. How's that (laughs) for a terrible slant rhyme? Not... Not the shout out you deserved on this on this 100th episode, but I appreciate you nonetheless.
6: Listen, you should know by now that all the rhymes on this show are slanty as hell. Uh, <laughs> you better wear firm gripping shoes if you're going to step around these rhymes because they are on a bit of an incline. Yeah, you you want to have some grip. TJM, the gnome barbarian, Trash the Traveler, Robert F. Hunter, L. R. and Frankie, thank you, Frankie, and also all of you. We love you so much, and your support means the world. Kisses, mwah,
4: mwah, mwah. Ma-ma-ma-ma. Zolo, Dolo, Nick B, Burly T, Panama James, and I am the Atlas. You are the Atlas because you hold up the world that we all live on. We couldn't do it without you. Thank you, guys.
6: I would say that all of you are the divine hearts of our worlds. Personally. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. And if you were to get cracked, I would just crumble to dust. So please right. stay safe out there. Colton B, J, CC Lulu, Aiden R.H., and Dave H. Truly just a bunch of beautiful tuna swimming in the stream. Uh, I hope you don't get caught by Balnor and you live a long and successful life. Yeah,
4: keep swimming, folks. (laughs) Timmy R., J. Dragonborn, Zach C., Joseph A., and Grace G. G., tis by your grace (laughs) that we live and survive and and breathe this wonderful air, this rarefied (laughs) air that... Uh, that is the Council of Elders. And we, mm. we thank you yet again.
6: It's like having 150 Pelores light shining down on us. Uh, my skin is getting that. extremely burned, but I enjoy it because mm-hmm. it's a radiant burn. It's, hot, it's a good burn. but it's nice. Lucas B, Jordan L, Talith X, Mateo C, and Casimir, the All-Knowing. Kazimir must have known that this list of people is good because they can see everything. I'm so proud of you all. Thank you so, so much again for everything you've done. You all have foresight roles forever. Damn right. You know that, Kazimir.
4: (laughs) Kaylee Elise, Barnzenator, Christian A, Jens Christian T, and Luke H. Luke, guys, I I just don't know how much, how many
6: more ways I can say thank you. (laughs) Uh, We love you. We love you very much. I will say thank you as many times as it takes until it feels earned because they deserve it. Devin W., Shanoa B., Jared E., Persephone, and Eric McD. Y'all, thank you. <laughs> sometimes,
4: From the bottom of our yeah, hearts.
6: Sometimes you just get one. Sometimes
4: one's all you need. Just a sincere thank you that we don't have to qualify by saying how sincere it was afterwards. So let's... Uh... Let's just move Let's on, it. you know, because it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. One <laughs> and done. And thank Reese and S, Big Bad John, Eric and Andrea B, Jonathan O, and Austin M.R. You know what? I, I hope someday we get to go on tour and uh, visit Austin. And maybe we'll meet Austin. Yeah. Because that would be really nice. And I don't know if you live in Austin, but if you don't, you should. You should consider. It's
6: been a pleasure touring your eardrums this entire time. And we hope we can continue (laughs) to live in there for a little while longer. Stephen C., Maxwell C., Mike K., Omri M., and Callum L. I'm going to go ahead and say it. These are the five Bullywug kings. Uh, They got five kings now. They've moved to a council system. And I think that's really going to improve their democracy and uh, the way of life of the Bullywug people. And also, yeah, as the guy that killed the
4: Bullywug king, it, it makes sense now that they have five. Right. Because if one falls, there's still four. It's ops. a hydra system. Like that's, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. smart. Mikon G, Dan, the Red Rain, Sir Slim, and Keith F. Jr. You know, Jr., you all are senior majors, even in my heart.
6: <laughs> I salute you. I salute you with both my hands and both my feet. Uh, my back hurts a lot from getting into this position, but it was worth it to give you the adoration that you deserve. Karen T. <laughs> Curtis S, Nikki W, Spurs Guy sixty nine, and Keith K. Uh, this is great. This is fun information that I'm just getting. Uh, they were all um, the mermaids that waved to Moonshine that one time. Whoa! Yeah, that's. I think that was a pivotal moment in the campaign, mm-hmm. and I I think that was awesome of you guys. And thanks for uh, thanks for making an appearance. Yeah. Thanks wow. for not distracting Moonshine too much. But it was great seeing you, and it's good seeing you again. That's right. Andrew B, Christopher B,
4: Nicholas P, Kevin M, and Rahul N. You know what? These are, wow. I just got word that these are, uh, you know, Ryan the Ram uh, yeah. survived, thrived, met another Ram and had some children. <gasps> and these are Ryan's offspring.
6: That is confirmed. Oh, these are the little Ram babies? Cannon. Ram babies. Ryan is fine. Oh. Ryan is good. Wow. So now the entire family is coming to hunt down Hard One Surefoot. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Get ready for the bonus campaign. Maribel, the kitty morphing gnome, Joe McGee, Meta Amphs, Attica C, and New York.
2: New York. <laughs>
6: Ah, oh, just a lovely bunch of nanorflies. Uh, whenever you are walking out in the crick late at night and you feel the warm breeze and the nanorflies nipping at your nape, it's these five nanorflies, and don't worry, uh their bite is slightly toxinous, but it's gonna get you just a little high.
4: It'll make you stronger. You'll be stronger for it. You'll you're gonna you're gonna, you know, change the way you think. Yeah. You gotta expand your horizon. <laughs> Eric G. Michelle O Gage M. Jen, our number one Beverlyn fan, and Donis, you know what? We are your number one fans. I would say uh, it.
6: Beverlin is also awesome. Yeah. I have a poster in my room that's just all these names on it. Uh, my yeah, wife hates it. I see it. it. It's actually, yeah, it's right behind yeah. you. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> my wife hates the name poster. <laughs> She's <laughs> Just put up the pink Floyd poster. It'd be better somehow yeah. than this. This poster's on my side of the bed, okay? <laughs> it's above my nightstand. You do whatever you want above yours. Brittany B, Redneck Ruff, Christian S, Jack L, and Emilio D. Uh, these fine folks are some of the brewmasters and brewmistresses in Cord's Great Hall. They make sure that Cord is getting that good, good ale that keeps him Good and fucked up and ready to yep. fight monsters and demons. Cord is off the gourd. YGrek, 32,
4: Michael KM, Tingle the Bard, Esme M, and Ben A. You know what? A plus. Ben A plus. And I'll <laughs> give everybody an A plus. You guys are all
6: A plus Council of Elders members. And I thank you for. it. From now on, your last name is now A Plus Ben A. We plus. talked to the government, and yeah, that's been decided. Congratulations! The yep. honors wow. continue uh, when you are a Council of Elders member. Yeah, those stimulus checks will
4: bounce now because your name has been changed, <laughs> but um, uh, that's fine. So sorry,
6: Gareth the Okay Temporal. Happy birthday, Buck S. Woohoo! Happy birthday, Woo. Anthony and Amanda and Fatty Daddy One Eight Seven. Oh my goodness, you are all. Just a big plate of sliders that gave Hard One the strength he needed to defeat Theala. Without your saturated fats and your cheesy, oozy goodness, mm-hmm. we would never have been able to do it. Thank you all so much.
4: Hey, I'll, I'll even take the trans fats. They're <laughs> that good. Christina B., Marlo E., Richard J.M., David K., and Pipes H.,
6: Fuck it. I'll say happy birthday to these guys too. <laughs> They're going to have a birthday someday. Happy birthday and thank you. Get it in now. You know what? It feels like everyone's birthday today. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm riding that birthday beam. I'll tell you right now. That birthday high. Mike A, the undead incinerator. Doug M, John N H and Victoria D. Oh my god. Folks, that is it. That is our list. Thank you all so so much. You're heroes. You are legends. Your names our power
4: words. Damn right. And you know what? We'll be saying them all again on the next Trinidad episode. So
6: don't you worry. But we do appreciate you helping us out for this first 100 episodes. It means Thank a lot. Thank you so much. We cannot wait for the next 100. Y'all are heroes. Bless you. See you next week. Deuces. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.